0: Ladies and gentlemen, the first one of the year, the big Matthew T. How you
1: doing, brother? What's going on, man? Another March, man. Just Welcome. Thank you, brother. Thank you for having me as well on the Double B podcast. I couldn't Double be Double more B, happy. Mate. Especially being the first guest of the year for you. I'm <sighs> obliged.
0: I know it's been... I haven't had any guests probably since February last year. The year was a strange year. Tell it's me, getting stranger, actually, by the day.
1: The last two years have been very strange. It's very unnormal. Um, but to be honest man to be on your podcast after seeing the hustle you've been putting in Thanks, been man. seeing you on YouTube it Thanks, inspired bro. me and I'm Wait. like you know what as soon as you hit me up I'm like I gotta be here man I gotta be here for my boy
0: bro you know I could say the same thing about you cause I um, well man probably we should tell people how we know each other
1: let's do it we've gone back many years we've gone back I know, probably how... I reckon if I'm just randomly guessing I reckon probably about 16, 17 years old yeah yeah i would tell you about that we're about what 32 now yeah i'm 33
0: 30, yeah. Fuck, 34
1: this year. <laughs> oh wow 34 in september how old are you 33 33 in september oh my gosh yeah 89 yeah 89 88, yeah 88 yeah yeah yeah, bro so this is going back a while this maybe be going like back. this maybe like 2006 7 or something man. we're going back and i should i should probably
0: find that photo from my formal yep so we know each other because i well i went to school with your wife
1: that's right but was,
0: we, we found that afterwards but, but you're that da- you're married to the girl you were dating with in school that's right who, and we and then we had a mutual friend anthony
1: anthony big anthony shout, big out. Ant,
0: shout out to him he linked us up somehow i don't know how you guys knew each other
1: because i can't don't remember. know how it works we tried talking about this the other day yeah it couldn't we, work it out we tried taking it back to exactly where pinpoint it and yeah. like our memories are just not gonna work no not gonna work yeah we had a lot of like
0: we had our someone that the friend that died we had mm-hmm. people get married mm-hmm. kids that's right um, man, shit's just
1: Been to my crazy. wedding, all that. And, yes. And we even looked at some old photos, even when I still had hair. The mullet. Had the, the, the dirty <laughs> mullet, right? That's the, the photo I'm going to put that's up. That's the iconic photo. People have to see that. It's just to so, go off. Just so they can at least see me with hair and just see us how we look back then. And, and the you never hand.
0: smiled. <laughs> never. You smiled more times in this room in the last three minutes than you have for the last Mate, 20 years I've known you.
1: Evolution, man. Evolution. <laughs> as soon as you get older, man, all the things you start to learn, start to figure out, man. Only if you knew all this information we do now in life, we could probably have been, you know. For a hundred percent,
0: hundred percent. But, you know, it's good that we're reconnecting and we're sort of on a different, not similar path in life. You know, working, kids, got a podcast. Mm-hmm. I, to see yours, it's called a nobody's podcast, right? A
1: nobody's gym journey through life podcast. A, a
0: nobody's gym journey through life podcast. Yeah. So your, your podcast, for people that don't know, and hopefully people know about your podcast after this, hopefully. you sit with the mic and the camera, most well, you just did an episode with someone recently, yeah. but most of it's just you on your own, right? Yeah, that's right. So you're hearing the sound of your voice <laughs> was...
1: hours, upon <laughs> hours upon hours upon hours. <laughs> it's a difficult process, man. And yeah. if, if, if you give me a chance, I'll, I'll take you back. And Go for it, man. I'll be honest with you guys, just to let anyone know, especially Benny's listeners, what a great podcast. I'm not just saying it because he's in front of me and he's, Thanks, a, he's a mate of mine, but I truly was inspired when I found out, if I take it back a bit, it's about maybe, I think, I think you've been doing it for a while you've been trialing yeah. it for a bit but I think you the, the, the Double B podcast yeah. maybe about two years ago yeah I think, something maybe, like that yeah. right and I seen and I said to my wife I said straight away I said to her, I said look see what Benny's doing and, I, and I'll be honest with you I said he's doing something different it's not different a lot of people do have podcasts yeah. but especially in our community in our circles right. in our groups in Sydney in particular in Australia not many people's doing what he's doing
0: It's not much yeah
1: not many people have got a free mind be themselves and expressing themselves yeah. and taking the leap upon themselves yeah man to try to explore different avenues yeah. right and when I seen that, it kind of inspired me a bit because it's something that I always thought of, like you. Yeah. We, we both probably follow the exact same entertainment like when it comes to podcasts, movie, yeah. music.
0: Yeah, yeah. Similar. Similar, yeah.
1: Right? And I was like, I like what you were doing. And I was like, I was inspired by it. And I was like, maybe I could do something like that too. So I did my research. And, I, and, I, and me and you were going back and forth a bit over the last couple of years. And said, so yeah, eventually yeah. when it's time, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll get there. And um, so I invested, I got, I had, man, research for podcast equipment, just like yourself, not being a hours. very tech savvy person myself.
0: It's difficult. It's hard, man. It's all different language, right? You're learning about these little gadgets and things and, bro, everything in front of you here was all like trial and error by this, by that. Okay. I need something to plug the headphones in so I can move around. Okay. Then I need something to hook the laptop. and you have to, and you, if you don't know it, you can call around and get advice, but ultimately yeah. you got to do the, the homework, you know? You got to do it. And that's I what to. I found. That's what right. I found. I
1: said, the best thing for you to do, and that was my fault as well. Like I have a brother-in-law, shout out to Jacob. He's, he's amazing, right? He's in IT and I was relying on him a lot for information and assist me. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, you know what? I can't do it because it's not, it's not his passion project. It's mine. Yeah. And I had to do the research as, as hard as it was for me to wrap my head around my fitness brain, yeah. around this IT computer and all this. So I, I looked into it, like the audio interface, the microphones, got the laptop, got the setup. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to play with it. But I sat on it for a bit. Between 2020, I think that's when the lockdown started happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I started investing. I started doing my research from 2020. And just up until about, fast forward to about November last year, I finally kicked it off. And um, going through all the hosting websites, doing the various things, cameras and all that. For the first 10 episodes, I literally just wanted it to be as organic as I possibly could. Yeah. So I really wanted to kind of introduce myself to people that were unfamiliar with me. Obviously, I could just speak to the people that I'm friends with on social media and all, yeah, yeah. but I want to expand that, right? So for, sure. for the first maybe nine episodes, I, I say that just like as a limited series, people get to understand me, my background, my love for fitness and what I'm trying to achieve and doing what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, so this love for fitness, because when I knew you, we were smoking ciggies, <laughs> drinking, carrying on, yeah. as you would as a young adult, you know, yeah. growing up. And because, um, man, I from where I were, when we what we used to do, so what you're doing now, like oh, I felt bad telling you I had a burger for lunch. I felt horrible because like, this guy's going to look at me like, what's this guy doing? But you the, 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 so the fitness, when did, when did the change happen? When, what year was it? Cause.
1: So, um, <clears throat> we, I think probably around, so if I take it back, I started getting into like fitness, like I've always been into something since I was a kid, it was either soccer, yeah. footy, whatever, but really taking it seriously. I got my first gym membership off, um, you know, funny enough, was actually off my now mother-in-law, who I said in my previous episodes, back then when my wife and m- uh, myself were just boyfriend and girlfriend. For my 16th or 17th birthday, um, Haifa's mum actually bought me a gym membership for the year. Oh, wow. Never even thought about going to the gym yeah, at, at 16, all. Yeah,
0: 16, you wouldn't think about the gym? No, didn't even think last about it. last thing you'd think yeah,
1: about. Yeah, and she's like, you know, just, just try this out, you know, you have a bit of spare time, and yeah, I am just yeah. kicking with Haifa, so... Started doing that. And that's kind of where the bug started. Right. So if my wife ever wants to blame me for why I spend so, many time, so much time at the gym, I just Her say, mom. go talk to your mom. So far. <laughs> so far. She got Very me cool. into it. Yeah. And then just over time, man, I'm like, I had the membership. I, you know, I had to turn up. And I started really taking it seriously when I started maturing and really started trying to value my time when my kids came. Because mm. I'm like, if I'm going to be going to the gym, all right, you're benefiting yourself. But in a way, it's also a selfish thing, right? Because mm. you're taking time away from someone else. Correct. Right? So you're working on yourself to better yourself. So when you're home, you're calm. Yeah. So when I was at the gym training, I was like, i got to take this seriously because otherwise I could be using this time at home with my children. 100%. And you need that outlet. Everyone needs an outlet, especially you as well being a father. You need that outlet. You need to, be, you need to get your mental clarity, get your space so you can think and make better judgments when you're around your family. 100%. So I started making those evaluations at the gym, I started taking myself more seriously and I wanted to be an example for my children and be around long enough for them to see me and grow. That's the key.
0: That's the key, right? You know, he, he, Rogan, I keep talking about Rogan, but he always talks about, like he's, he's probably the epitome of where you want to be at 50 years old. 100%. You know, his bones are not breaking anytime soon. Yeah. He, he obviously looks after himself in a way that he is thought out the longevity of life and that's more important than anything else that's correct whereas we we don't think about that particularly when you haven't got kids you don't think about you don't you don't think about those 20 30 40 50 years later I'm oh, sorry when you're twenty, when you're 30 40 50 and your kids are growing
1: mm-hmm. you still need to be around that's right they need you uh, so, remember, remember what we were saying the other day as well it's like in your mind. It's like as soon as you have children, it's like it so clicks. That's right. Something with,
0: I can't. I can't. I hope people that have got kids are listening because they can relate to this. But I remember that when I had my first kid, when I heard the cry, mm. it was like something inside of me. <laughs> it was like instinctive. Yeah. I'd even call it animalistic. You know, like the way animals respond to their, you know, you see an animal being born in the wild, and That's they right. don't. know They just know what to do. That's right. It's like a dad. You know what to do. That's it's like, right. Okay, I know yeah. what to do. Yeah, you don't know what to do, but you know. You can take care of your seed. That's what's the weirdest thing. You That's know right. you can protect your seed. You, yeah. You've got no idea what's coming. You've got no idea what you're doing. Yeah. As in everything is a new... Your kid doesn't come out with a hand, with a manual. It's like, oh, by the way, <laughs> turn to page 65. No, yeah. there's nothing, bro. You're yeah. just like, bang, yeah. sort it out. And this is your kid yeah. and something clicks. That's right. And it's like, you mature. Mm-hmm. Well, I mature, man, straight away. Like maturity levels went through the roof. Have to. My... my um like visionary thinking changed. I started to look at things far... I used to look at things and think, oh, five, 10 years down the track, I sort of looked at it even further.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, if I die tomorrow, what do my kids and my wife have? That's right. What does my family have if I die tomorrow? Everything for me is about leaving, giving my kids the best opportunity at life. And you have to be here to be able to do that. You've got to be healthy of mind, of body. Mm-hmm. You've got to be able to to navigate through this world. And I say navigate because where we are now is you're almost told to navigate for yourself That's right. um, through this whole thing, the pandemic and everything else. But even then, when you try and navigate yourself, you're almost cut off because mm-hmm. of this misinformation, you know? So just trying to develop your skills as a man, man, I, um, I'm not as consistent with you at the gym. I was, I'm not going to blame it on having another kid recently, <laughs> but I'm going to blame it on having another kid recently. Yeah. Um, just through my, actually we, all the gym gear out here, we got, during the lockdown, because it all started getting, we just couldn't go to gyms and stuff, so we started building it up, building it up. It's gone really hard. Had the kid, time off. the the The, the schedule isn't back on track yet. Yeah. Like let's just be honest with you. Um, but when you're training, and it's stupid for me to say this because I know the feeling when you train. I know that feeling of, whew, like that burden's gone. You've got that. Oh, I feel good, man. I feel. I feel loose. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm so rigid all the time. Because I don't have the the structured routine of training. I used to dedicate like it was even last year, jujitsu was massive up until the lockdown and injury, and lost my license and hey, every excuse I can think of. <laughs> I'll just throw them at you, bro. Here, yeah. excuse, you, excuse. Yeah. But legitimately, yeah. when you when I and I, to be honest with you, last year I was like, fuck it, I have a kid. Um, this year I've already started making arrangements for a new new gym because I want to get back into it want to do morning sessions, the jujitsu morning sessions, mm-hmm. and then afternoon tea, and just do the weights. And that's, bro, that's all I need. I don't need to become some black belt in 10 years, sort of dude. Yeah. I'm happy to take my pace, cruise yeah. it. For me in jujitsu, all I'll say about jujitsu is it's the art of learning something new. And when you're learning something new, you're developing your skills far better, and you're using your body that you never thought at a 30 plus year old male. I never thought I'd be able to use my body this that's way. Right. Bending and moving, I don't know. although I copped an injury. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nothing would make me happy To get back on the mats man Put that gi on And sweat like a motherfucker yeah. And do it It's the best
1: I, And I know that for a fact And you have been And me and you Have been going back and forth Talking right. about Jiu Jitsu for a while 100% And I actually came back From training this morning I said Benny After I finish my session I'm going to come in And talk because like, What time was is your just, session? 10? Uh, yeah between, uh, 10 to 11 o'clock What time they open? Uh, they open at 9 But the first class in the mornings from Fources. 10 to 11 Okay But today was just a gi class and, and I was like You know what I'll get that session And exactly what you said 100% You hit the nail on the head it's that release, right? right. It's been able That's to feel feeling. better. And you know what, and I, and I say it all the time, if you need to make a decision, right? Or if you need to come up with something and your mind's just flustered, there's two, there's the two really good things that you can make in life to have uh, like better judgment calls, right? It's either you have to sleep on it, which is legitimately true. Because yep. sometimes you can just be over flustered and just yep. can't figure out what the solution is. Yep. Or literally just go train, block your mind out and go train. Like it sounds, yeah. like it sounds typical, like the gym guy saying, go to the gym. It's honestly the truth because sometimes we can sit there, you know, twiddling with our fingers, trying to figure it out, but sometimes you just got to really just... Suck it up and go. Exactly, because otherwise you're just going to be sitting there just anxious. No, well, see, there's a lot of gym guys.
0: I can see a lot of similarities with the gym guys. Mm-hmm. Right? I say the gym guys, <laughs> you probably fall into the category. But it's always the ones that are like, you know, the meals and all that shit. You're not that, dude. But the gym people... The gym bros. The gym bros. I, man, anyone that's trained or that trains knows that it's not fun. You're not, it's not fun looking at yourself sweating. It's pretty fucking weird actually when you think about it. Like, oh, the straining face. Like, do you want to watch yourself take a shit? Because that's, that's what it's like. The sh- but when you, when you put aside, it's like when, when you eat, right? Some people eat because they like the flavor. Where other people eat because they want the, the sustenance. They don't care what it is. Give them raw broccoli. As long as they get the nutrients they need for their body to be better, they'll eat it however they need to eat it. So when you take training... Well, one person I think I've learned a lot of lessons from, which I think is one reason I can keep turning up. When I, when I have a dip, I know I can get myself back up, is David Goggins. 100%. It's training yourself to be comfortable in uncomfortable situations. That's how I actually got into jujitsu, bro. And that is jujitsu. I got into jujitsu. I've fully got tingles. I was ringing my mate for ages. Remember Nate? Yeah. Nate, I was like, bro, let's do jujitsu. James, he's calling, his nickname's Nate. Yeah. I'm like, bro, let's, let's do jiu- Yeah, yeah, all right, all right, all right. It was almost like we chat about it, never got into it. Until one day, I'm like, fuck it, I'm just going to go and train. Because I need to get uncomfortable. I'm never going to do it if I don't do it. So I just did it. Mm-hmm. Went down to the gym, called him up, signed up, went and did it. And I was very, very fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> like, if you walk into a martial arts, any martial arts facility, whether it's an MMA gym or a jiu jitsu, yeah. anything, you walk into any facility, it's like very daunting. Because it's not, it's not even like you walk into a gym for the first time. You can look half decent in a gym. Mm-hmm. You know, you can look like you're lifting weights. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> you walk into a jiu jitsu gym and everyone's like in sync, bowing Get on the mats, hit the mats. The stretchers start, and you're like, "What the fuck?" And no one's coming up to you going, "Hey, mate, are you all right? You look like you're a bit..." It's just like get in there and figure it out. It's the highest level of being uncomfortable. It really is.
1: It's crazy. It's a feeling of like it's like the discipline aspect, right? It's almost like people in the army, people in the military, yeah, right. It's just falling in line, ranks, Mm. right. and it's knowing your place because you can come in at 30 years old, be yeah. a white belt, but there's a blue belt or a purple belt that's 20, 22 years old. And your age isn't a factor anymore. This guy's got time on you. Yeah. He's learned it. And that, that's where the humbleness comes in, from, right? Because you've got to stand in line and, and uh, respect your rank. And that's a good thing about it because it really puts people in place of just understanding their place Correct. and just working up the line. Because you, be you might be a GM. You might be a boss or might be anything. I, I roll with a lot of guys, police officers, correctional officers. Yeah, nice. Roll with a lot of them. But regardless of that, they regardless of their rank, they understand what they see on the Oh, yeah, when pole. you get to
0: the mat, it's, it's different. That's right. Everything changes. No you one leave, cares. You leave all your ego behind. That's right. And, you know, that's so true, man, because um, it's pretty – when you're rolling as a white belt, when you first start, I remember we had a – it was a session with blue belts, and there's blue belts younger than me, fucking destroying me. Mm-hmm. And I felt so – I wouldn't say... Um, Helpless. Yeah, it was almost like vulnerable, you yeah, know? It's right. like you're in a wa- in open water, you know? Like, mm-hmm. fuck, I'm not in my element right mm-hmm. here. I'm out of my comfort zone. That's right. And you, you're rolling with guys. I mean, I'll never forget this dude, man. I was rolling with him. He was a white belt as well. He had he probably had three or four months mm-hmm. um, time on me, younger than me, but strong, man. Real strong, like an Arab. I don't know if he was Egyptian or something. <laughs> Just real strong. Yeah. So we'd roll, bro. This guy's like going 100 miles yeah. an hour. And... um and i'm thinking mate like you learn something from every different person in that gym like from that guy that white belt who's going twenty thousand miles an hour not you know the first lesson you have where you think oh yeah i got this and you go 100 miles an hour and you're like (gasps) Mm. (gasps) that happened to me a few times (laughs) this guy wasn't there he was like he was just in a rhythm which was so fast paced you learn from him then you learn from the professor then you learn from and then like i roll with a blue belt he'd be like no 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 if you want to get me, put your knee there or put your arm here. And yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. and you're working out. Like,
1: bro, Mate, it's the,
0: the best, it's definitely mathematics, but I think the best thing about Jiu-Jitsu that I loved was the, the environment that it creates, the love. There's no like, I'm better than you. No. I'm trying to become better than you. Everyone is categorized based on their ability mm-hmm. and everyone's on their own journey, but they're all learning the same thing.
1: Mate.
0: That in itself, because even if you were to play footy or soccer or even cricket, there's a little bit of jealousy in there. It's like oh, fucking hit a That's six. Right. Oh, he's got a try. Fuck you. want to get get back at it. Yeah. Whereas jujitsu, you, you care about your stats. Well, you care about your stats. You care about your ego, and yeah. you care about the perception. That's Whereas right. in the, and for me, the jujitsu thing, I noticed I was more. I was worried about my perception a lot because I felt oh, fuck, I feel stupid. I don't feel. And I tried to blaze one before. (laughs) Never. If you're getting into jiu jitsu, do not blaze one before. As a white belt, I'd say start the blazing at blue belt. Don't start. Because I went in there thinking I'm fucking high rollers, uh, jiu jitsu, you know, weed smokers and Joe Rogan and fucking all. I've gone in there and I'm like, huh? And the guy's, and I've got no idea because I'm in another realm. But man, I, um, I take my hat off to people that, to jiu jitsu players because it's to get into it. It's hard. It's not cheap. It's time consuming. It's very taxing on the body.
1: Mate, it's uh, definitely hard. Yeah, it's fucking very hard. And you know the good thing about it? And and you said it, right? It's that the egos are left at the door. And I don't think anybody that I've ever rolled with, everyone's the same, right? When we're on the mat, regardless of rank, everyone's the same and everyone tries to help assist. And um, everyone is just friendly. And honestly... It's it's really strange, right? And if you want an example, if anyone, and as well, just clarify rolling. When we say rolling, we mean sparring, right? So oh yeah, not rolling like like jelly rolling. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> so, like mud rolling, mud right. wrestling. So rolling sparring in, in jiu jitsu terms. So if you want a good example of what we mean, it's like if you watch MMA or UFC, right? Like a lot of people. For some reason, it's hard for them to comprehend like two guys or two ladies going hard at mm. it. And then afterwards, they're shaking, they're shaking hands, hands, hugging.
0: Oh, yeah. That's a big one.
1: Right? Huge. And that's like in jiu-jitsu too. Yeah. Right? You can be going hard at it with another guy like I did this morning. Intense as, as all fuck, right? Afterwards, I shook his hand and I praised him. I said, look, man, you really brought the intensity. And like, it's the same in mate. It's, it's hard because you kind of leave a bit of yourself in that match. Yeah. And then afterwards, you're respectful because someone else brought it to you. Bro, that's
0: what you want. That- Man-on-man man combat, not being sexist, woman-on-woman, woman, whatever. Man-on-man, mano-a-mano, that combat where it's me versus you, you versus me. I, I define that as probably the hardest <coughs> test of ability for any gender. Well, it's, I'll just use the word man. But if you and someone of a similar opposition, weight size, you know, abilities, all that sort of stuff, you get in there and you dance together and one comes out, the, the, the beneficiary – That for me is the the biggest test. It's the truest test. Like Mm -hmm. if you're playing footy or you're playing soccer, playing cricket, you're playing any sport where there's there's more than one person, you've got a a safety net. Teammates, you You miss the ball, it can cover for you. Yeah. You make a run up the field, I'll cover for you. Anything in those sports, you've got a bit of. It's all right, mate. You got this.
1: It's a safety net.
0: MMA, jiu-jitsu. It's you. It's you, but it's not just you. It's you can't. There's very little room for error. It's very very high risk for very very little reward. When you break down what you put yourself through let's like even MMA you put yourself through rigorous hours upon hours of training to get into the ring for 15 minutes to hopefully beat some dude or some chick and you make one fuck up you make one wrong mm-hmm. step run one look run wrong head arm down instead of up it's all over and same with jiu-jitsu right you've got it's like a game of chess with the body and the game of chess you can't make many mistakes in chess and just using your body as a, as a board and moving it around the way you should. Mm-hmm. And I think the one thing I really enjoyed, Maddie, was when you have an open open mat or you're rolling, just like you've got five minutes each and you're just having a go, you're this guy's trying to put moves on you while you're trying to put moves on this guy. And you're trying to think 10 steps ahead of what he's trying to Because You can oh, feel his hand come, all oh, right, he's going for the reed naked. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to try and reverse this. And you're trying to work out... Obviously, how to not get submitted, but how to then reverse that into some sort of, uh, you know, opposition, mm-hmm. some sort of- some Advantage. Sort of, some sort of advantage. And that takes a lot, man, because that's mm-hmm. why I think a lot of people don't like it mm-hmm. or they don't get into it mm-hmm. because it's so much.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a lot to take on.
0: That, when I Bro, I think I developed a love for it when I watch MMA and I started to, again, shout out to Rogan, but he used to break down, I say used to, back in the day, he used to break down the, the wrestling and the jujitsu jitsu on another level you're like, holy shit, this is actually pretty interesting, right? So when they they used to get on the mats, uh, uh, after a while, when they'd start rolling, I'd be like, all right. And the wrestling aspect comes into it. And I started falling really in love with these wrestlers, like Khabib Mm. and Usman. I'm like, Usman? Forget another level. That that wrestling base, that next level of wrestling gives you like a 60% advantage. You've already got the hard yards figured out. You've just got to learn how to punch or strike, which he's very good at. But you watch that in an art form and you're like, wow, this guy is a freak. And, And, the, the way that they pick their opponents apart, and it's that that uh, that ten steps ahead thought process all right well, if he's going to come and do this i've got to get so I make sure I'm ready I can't expose that I can't even leaving a limb as like a, a trap, things like that where you're constantly thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking, and you have a very small window to think because all this time you're thinking <laughs> this guy could be pulling something out of the hat which you have no idea about, he yeah. could be in an arm triangle before you know it That's what I mean. there's it's pros it's one of the hardest things to get into mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think well, once you're in, you're in. It's very hard to walk away from. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I was pretty fortunate because the gym I was at, I didn't feel the love that everyone spoke about for so long because that's what really got me into it too. That, that love, that camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you have tournaments and competitions where you roll and you compete, but the overall aspect of it was that camaraderie,
1: that, that love for is each other. important. Massive, man. It's the, it's the brotherhood, the sisterhood. Yes. And, and you know what, man? I think once you get into it as well, like let's be honest – most people, when they watch fights or after KOs, knockouts, Blood. whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Guts, we yeah. get that. But you know what? And a lot of people are like, oh, stand them up, stand them up, especially when the fight's ever on the ground. Let's just talk MMA for, for, yeah, yeah. for a second, right? You start doing grappling like yourself, whether it's jiu-jitsu, wrestling, you'll find a deeper appreciation for <sighs> it when you're watching it Bro. because you don't understand how hard it is.
0: It's so fucking- oh, Like you
1: watch like someone like Kabib. Yeah, yeah. Or even Taiwan really like, yeah, he gets, he cops shit now at the moment. Taiwan cause... really 10 years ago that's right when he's prime when he yeah. was actually the champ yeah. the world's champ he was the king man and he's a good wrestler a great wrestler uh, even Askren we understand what happened to Askren great wrestler old, old Askren yeah yeah, old Askren when he was in 1FC um, One One FC, yeah. Bellator as well yeah. Yeah. He, he's, he's, he's legit right? we understand he, got, he copped the knee but guys like him um, Usman mate, when they're wrestling and they're grappling the amount of strength and the explosiveness it takes for them to be on top it's impressive to get a KO we understand it but a lot of the time as well Obviously, there's an importance in that because they've got to hit hard. Yep. they're going to be very Timing, accurate, yeah. the exact time. Yeah. But with your wrestling and everything else, it's it's another game because yeah. it's literally like make or break. And we've seen a lot 100%. of we've seen a lot of guys get taken
0: to the ground, and it's just like strikers get dominated. McGregor, case in point, man. He, he like Khabib. I, I met some guys. Um, so Khabib and his team came to Sydney a couple of years ago, and I met some boys that met Khabib and his team, and. I'll never forget, the guys. one of the guys said to me, he goes, bro, so a couple of Sydney guys were wrestling with these, these Dagestani wrestlers and he was saying to me, he goes, man, these, these boys, their grip strength is on another level. Like, it's, it's not like normal. It's, it's, they grab you, man, and they grab you and they fucking grab you. <clears throat> and that's what a lot of people don't realise either. When you're wrestling or you're rolling... He's not just... The guy's just not sitting on you, but he's trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. Right? That's right. He's trying to shut off your air supply. He's trying to put your lights out, literally. That's right. He's trying to stop everything you're doing. And that takes... That burns a lot of energy because you're... He's using energy. You're trying to keep that distance. You're trying to... It's... It is very challenging. And not mm-hmm. only that, you've got to add... If you go back to MMA, you've got to add strikes into it. You've got to add everything. Dirty boxing. You've got to add so much. And that's what I say. The risk for reward is, is not there. The risk is so high like you could be grappling he could stamp on your foot and you break your toe and mm. it could send you into a world of, of, of pain like there's so much that mm. so much that goes into it so I, I really respect that combat sport that yeah. that art form
1: Mate, it's very difficult Jiu Jitsu man and it's being biased because obviously um, we both have love for it and we both have passion for it it's really um, stepping up at the moment like it's been there for a while obviously since you know Hoist Gracie and UFC 1 going all the way to the end we understand it, it, it goes back a while right but um, places like, uh, organizations like, um, I'm pretty sure you might be familiar with uh, Flow Grappling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing organization, Huge. what they're doing for jiu-jitsu, especially gi. Yeah. Um, you know, like you got the Gordon Rhines, you got the Craig Jones. Oh, whatnot. Gordon
0: Ryan, man, wow. Mate,
1: what they do for jiu-jitsu at the moment is, is amazing. You go onto YouTube and you check out any of their content. They'll upload a lot of free content as well as, you know, being able to subscribe to their stuff. And, mm. mate, when you see what a lot of these athletes do, you know, like whether it's like the Danaher her dev squad or um, Daisy Fresh, you watch mm. a lot of what they do. And these guys are bloody athletes, right?
0: Was it like training regimes or what, how they sort of get into- Just
1: their lifestyle, just, just how much energy and time they put into like, especially mm. when they're a specialist, right? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. MMA, like you said, you need to know all these different aspects, boxing, yeah, yeah. Um, grappling, everything else. But being a specialist, even Rogan's mentioned it before, that's like another level, right? Like when you're specialized in one- Oh, bro. One master, like it's-, it's yeah. Isn't it when you meet a black belt, jujitsu black belt, you're like, oh, fucking, yeah. a professor from Brazil
0: and he's a black belt and you're like, bro, this guy could literally kill me. Yeah. And it's years of, of, the other thing with jujitsu is it's very repetitive. It is very, like you want to learn to move? You don't just look at it once and you're like, yeah, cool. Oh, show me one more time. You're mad. You practice the same move for that like the whole 10, 15 minutes. Repetition. It's repetition. And not a lot of people like repetition. They have to. That's, that's
1: Drilling is important. Drilling's huge, bro. Most Anything. Pe- most people like always the sparring aspect because yeah. everyone just likes run, rolling around yeah, yeah, and having yeah. fun. But even my professor is like, you know, like what makes a good, you know, jiu-jitsu artist or a practitioner is the repetitions. Like without your drills, it, your rolling, your sparring means nothing.
0: bro. Anyone, David Goggins, great example. Mate, that guy is relentless. He doesn't stop. He keeps doing whatever he has to do to make himself more uncomfortable. And that's how he keeps achieving what he's achieving. I I look at his photos and his feet are all fucked up. And I think, yeah, all right, bro, just have a beer, man. Just take it easy. But it's like that that mindset, you know, that mindset of just never stopping and always constant, that drilling aspect. Mm -hmm. Because we as humans by nature are lazy, right? (laughs) This is another thing I've learned over the last 12 months. We're getting lazier right? Like your phone, your phone used to be used to make phone calls and to text message, right? And then it started sending and receiving pictures and songs and then it started sending photos and videos and then it started downloading things and now it's at the point where you don't really have to do much besides own a phone and and I say lazy because I could order food from my phone straight to me, I could buy a car, I could buy a home, I could buy pretty much anything in the world, I could buy NFTs, I could buy all this stuff through the phone and instead of us Tra- tra- training ourselves to get up and get it, or just rather get it and order it, mm-hmm. you know, which is a really slow and steady gradual pull away from uh, unlaziness. I think it's pulling us into that lazy yeah. element. Same and same. As, as, we, as, we, as we progress and as you have children, you know, you're lazy. You're tempted to be more lazy. It's easier. Just fucking throw the TV on, just give them what they want. Just And that lazy reinforcement sitting there, it's almost just festering, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So when you look at jujitsu or combat sport, even training, gym, easier for me just to go Am i gonna walk up those stairs and train i'm just gonna go home and just kick it yeah I'll just go home mm-hmm. am i gonna call the gym and say ah, no, i'm just gonna go home <laughs> am i gonna call that go- ah, just go home yeah. and that that mindset i don't blame it on anyone we all have to be accountable for our own actions but as a society we're moving lazier and lazier as the years progress like the technology is improving to make us less to require less of us you know like I heard Elon Musk say it he said um, all input is error all input is error now as a business if you're Coca-Cola and you're producing 50 million bottles of Coca-Cola a day all input is error is a great concept because you want to have less people slowing the, the conveyor belt down and I agree all input is error like if you have to do something three times you're wasting time it's not productive but you can't apply that concept to life right because we are starting to move in that direction all input is error cars can drive you now mm-hmm. without you needing to drive
1: that's right
0: and i'm looking at okay okay there's a certain part of driving which i enjoy right it doesn't matter what car there's a certain part of just being free behind the wheel no one next to me no one behind me just me in my car by myself listening to what i want being free driving and driving a car constantly it's it's probably doing something good for your cognitive functioning i'm not a doctor i can't say I will <laughs> but i'd imagine it's 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 learned behavior that your body's hand-eye coordination correct a couple of other little bits and pieces you know patience you learn a lot of patience on the roads <laughs> in sydney plenty
1: especially, of patience especially
0: on the m4 mate <laughs> just in sydney <laughs> but we are moving into like a all input is error like mindset as humans which is really really scary i remember seeing somewhere on instagram some uh he wasn't some rapper or dj he was walking his dog and his dog was in like a little capsule with wheels and the dog was just he was controlling it with his remote <laughs> and he was recording it. Someone's got a photo of him doing it. And it's like, bro, walk the fucking dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? I oh, you got example. money. Yeah. Walk the dog. Yeah, yeah, the dog's getting lazy. And and that's what that's what I find scary, man. The the, the, the concept of moving away from having to do the, the work. Um I've been a victim of it myself, you know? Even when the missus is tired and fuck it, let's just get Uber or let's just there's always an easier way out, you know, which we always look for as the first turning point mm-hmm. so i've just i've learned man that we as humans by nature are just drawn more to what's easier based on the fact that we can now do everything from our phones from mm. the convenience of everything What is it it's-
1: choosing the path with the least resistance right Something choosing
0: like- the, well, the path with least yeah well that's right that's what we're doing as humans we do that by default right mm-hmm. it's much easier it's much simpler i'll train mm-hmm. tomorrow i'll do that tomorrow yep. and I, i'm saying someone, I'm, I'm no by it I'm just speaking truth, man. I do this constantly. It happens all the time. It happens. The, the, I, I attribute a lot to my lack of sleep and my, my children, again, excuses, but um, I'm, very aware, I'm very aware of it, very accountable for it. And I, and I know where my pitfalls are. Whereas a lot of people go through life not thinking that anything's wrong. I'm, I don't know about you, I'm constantly battling myself, my brain, always. It's always a battle. Bro, you have to train. Oh, fuck I can't be bothered. It's always this. like a, a war zone going on every day. Just to, the, the, and I think if you start from the from the from the morning, the small little one percenters, and you, you start slowly breaking down those, all input as error walls, <laughs> you slowly start uncovering and becoming a better person. Mm-hmm. And attribute that that's jiu jitsu because it's, yeah. like, what are you doing two three days a week?
1: Yeah, so I split it up. It's uh, usually three days jiu jitsu, three four days weight training. That man,
0: most people wouldn't care for that that program and if i'm on yeah.
1: holidays i usually double up and do one or other in the morning the other one in the nighttime.
0: yeah see on my holidays uh, just give me a beer i don't know <laughs> i'm joking no. but, but that's what i mean it's a life bro you've made the choice to make it your life yeah which is fantastic because some people would replace that with cigarettes that's right or some people would replace that with porn mm-hmm. or it's gambling yeah. or cocaine whatever the fuck it is any other addictive correct yeah that's right so we we are just bro I guess to ask how, how long, because at 16, we'll go back because we sort of skipped over that. You got into the training from your mother-in-law at about 16. But all those years I knew you, I always knew you as like, like man, my,
1: my, um, Look, man, like I said, I, um, growing up, I was always involved in sports, right? Soccer, yeah. footy, whatever. Um, there was a period of time between maybe, you know, like if we just bounce around a bit, between 13 and 14, I was out of school for a while. I was just fucking around. I was just, you know, yeah. being no good. Um, and I needed a bit of a kick up the ass because I was getting myself into a bit of trouble. I had, and that's the problem, right? When you're a young male, especially we, we talk, you know, with our experiences of being young Correct. males growing up. Um, when you're growing up, you're always kind of looking for that mentor, that role model. And unfortunately for some males, they can get them and lead them down the wrong path. Yeah, yeah. And my mentors and the people that I looked up to at that point in time in my life weren't the right ones. Mm. And um, luckily for me, Growing up, I um, became fortunate. Um, you know, got a girlfriend who now is my wife, who I've been with since we've both been 15 years old. And Crazy. honestly, God, if that, if that didn't happen in my life, my life might have shaped out a lot different because I was out of school going mm. with her, meeting her. Kicked me up the ass. I got back in the school. I finished my education. Through that, I started learning routine, structure. And I started disciplining myself. Mm. I had extra time on my hand and with all that extra energy, which a lot of us tend to have where do you put that you know like you said before there's different types of addictions that we can take ourselves down yeah. whether it be through you know external bullshit that's not positive and plenty of the time many people take negative paths yeah. and routes, right luckily for me I put all that extra energy and time and effort into training because I really wasn't going out I was kind of I've spoken about it in a couple of my other episodes where I kind of had to force myself to isolate myself to figure out who I was and what, and yeah. what, and what my point in life was, right? Cause it's interesting. Because if you... we can There's look little... And like I said, and, and, I, and i bounce around a bit and i, and I, I fall victim on my own podcast. I do it as well. I ground a lot of... Bodies. Oh no, you're
0: tired. You're trying to keep it up here. I'll go back to that. I'll go back to that. You know what? <laughs>
1: and this is why I say, like if you try to figure out what it is that you're doing in life and exactly what you're trying to achieve... Then you can have a better, you know, you can have a better mindset on your future, of what it lays out. And why I was inspired by you, for example, I'll give you just take it here for a second, is that you figured out what you wanted to do. You didn't just copy what everyone else was doing. Because everyone, yeah. look, it's easy, like you said. We can fall victim to being lazy, go to work nine to five. Oh, you think that's your life now? Yeah. Because you went to work, everything else you do can just be a cheat. Yeah. And when I mean a cheat, it means you can just go home, slob out on the couch. Just That's the put, word, right? The cheap yeah, and that is right, because you can push back and say, Oh, well, I worked hard. I worked hard. Well, yeah. did you? Yeah. I'll tell you who works hard. People that work hard are people that are usually in landscaping, construction sites. Mm. That's hard work. Go go do one of those jobs because if you think being behind a desk is hard go do that that's hard physical labor it's very hard right? plus
0: I mean, you gotta think it's not just physical it's mental as that's well right. there's a lot, lot of yeah anyways uh, I, and, and, right.
1: and, that's, and that's what I'm saying that, that's hard work right yeah. so when those guys come back they I see a lot of guys that still do hard work and still put the time and effort into you know empowering and in bettering themselves right yeah. it, it's easy like you said to be lazy fall victim to your own bullshit excuses because let's face it we all come up with excuses even me to this point in the day sometimes I wake in the morning wake up in the morning like you said crap sleep children whatever but I know what the feeling of failure is because I had it through my life. I had it through as a child. That's key, bro. I had it as a teenager. Key. If you don't know what the feeling is, right? If you don't know what the feeling is to fail, if you don't know what the feeling is to have a shit life and look, I'm not going to give you this stereotypical, everyone like you go watch on TV, for example, like entertainment only TV shows. Everyone's like, I grew up in the ghetto. No, I didn't grow up in the ghetto. I didn't have this hard life. But some of the choices that I made Led to made, failure. made it hard. Yeah. And I know what the failure felt like because it took me a long time to rebound and bounce back from that. Yeah. Luckily, my wife and my mother-in-law came into that picture and that's what you kind of need sometimes. Especially as a young male that's coming up in this world, in our life in general, me and you, look, we did have a hard growing up. We know what exactly it was growing up in Sydney. Yeah, fucking earth. Right? Um, it's, it's not easy. And for some people it might be and some people it isn't. And for, for me, unfortunately, it wasn't. But I... I had to isolate myself from going out. I didn't do much for many years. I really just kind of just try to figure myself out, get in touch with who I was, what I wanted to be and where I saw my life going. And what way, does that involve? Way before, way before even my kids were around. So you say isolate, right? Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> Not like lockdown isolation, <laughs> right? That didn't come until 15 no, years later. No, no, no.
0: But it's key. It's funny you say that. Like it's, it's important because um there's a lot of noise right especially too today much,
1: too much noise especially this, today
0: this is a distraction it's very noisy that's the noise you remember when we were young man this was not a problem that wasn't it was the least of our problems right like i still remember the boys would just rock up to your house sometimes you know because <laughs> no one do. had phones or you call the house phone they'd don't answer do. we go there I do. and and life was was very different the noise we have now because like, man i think kids growing up 15 year olds today i've got it so hard like yeah. a lot harder a lot harder just with, the, with this. This creates a lot of unnecessary noise which we never had to deal with, you know. At school, yeah, you had your issues and whatever. Growing up, you dealt with your shit. It was a bit more grow up with the street sort of thing. Like you're outside more. Your parents don't really know they are. They can't really call you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was different. Mum drops you off at your mate's house. Are you there? Yeah, I'm there. F- everyone knows where you are now. Exactly. The difference was you, there was an element of, what am I going to do today? I'll ring him. He's like, okay, okay. what are you doing? Oh, yeah, you want to, right. the- right. to go to the beach? I used to go oh, to Manly with the most random people sometimes yeah. because you just wanted to do something. Yeah. And it was like, what am I going to do? Everyone's, it wasn't like check on social media. Oh, everyone's at Bankstown. All right, we'll go to Bankstown. <laughs> no, that existed. Yeah. So the pressures we have to face, we had to face... Well, heaps different, man. I remember, like, remember MSN Messenger and Bebo. That's how we started. Used to do on. the dial-up and you, mm-hmm. someone on the phone, you can't use the computer. Those were the times that we went through. That was our, our. our we had a very small windows of time to to use on the and internet at
1: home, and it didn't and it didn't follow us outside of the house. Never.
0: Let, that's right. Whatever, whatever. That's a really good point because whatever you looked at, whatever you were consuming, stopped as soon as you left. It was fun. It was fun,
1: but it didn't take over our lives. No,
0: this, this isn't even social media. It's not. It's it's.
1: Well, it's becoming more than that, right? It's a fucking
0: weird concept, bro, right? Now, to be honest with you, I've only kept my social media for this show because I feel like this is how you can give reach, right? Instagram is the platform for reach. I want people to hear what I'm talking about. I don't, I don't want to just do it so I can hear myself every couple of days. <laughs> I don't need to. I don't want to. I, I want people to hear it because I feel like I got a message. I've got, I got, got, got an opinion. I've got things to say which could or could not be helpful, but whether it is or isn't, isn't my problem. I just want to get it out there. But this, what it's done, they've they've revolutionised the way we do things. Businesses on Instagram, you can go on the tab. I didn't realise this honestly not too long ago, not not that long ago. I realised there's, there's a shop button, and there's all t shirts and fucking. I've been looking at forward drive stuff. There's all yeah. bull bars and all that. Yeah. Stuff. I'm going. What the f- Instagram
1: sell? They got a shop. Yeah, Instagram. Yeah,
0: Instagram have gone from. Do you remember when people used to post like? Photos of trees with leaves falling and it was the yep. weird the weird fucking that's what filter. I,
1: that's why I was trying to figure out Instagram for the first time. That's like, what Instagram was, but
0: yeah, Instagram wasn't even Facebook. That's right. It was it, was, it was just you put up a photo and people will go, Yep, like it. Mm-hmm. Facebook was almost like that, but you had a bit more of a communication platform. But Instagram now people kill themselves because of it. Women are depleting their bodies to look like these models because they're worried, because they can't they cannot be comfortable in their own skin. And this is the other thing, man. It creates this false sense of everything's going well. And I always hear people talk about this. Always, always, always hear whether they're famous or not. They always talk about Instagram's not real and all that. And we know that. But bro, look at anyone's page. Anyone's page, particularly females. Sorry, girls, but particularly females. Young females in general. You won't see one bad photo of them. You will not see one blemish. You will not see one pimple. You will not see one flaw in their photos. Every photo is pristine to a T. It's all perfect. Their bodies are perfect. Their bust is perfect. Their ass is perfect. Their toes are painted. Everything is perfect. And then you see a photo of someone that's got an imperfection, and you're like, oh, that's ugly. And we are so used to doing that by default. Like you, you can see – it, it's it's a very 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 concerning subject, a very concerning platform. It's driving the wrong message, you know. I'm I've almost, I'm sort of getting over it, man. I don't know the point anymore. What point is it? What's the point of Instagram, right? You tell people how you feel, then you then people like it or people will agree with you, and people respond. And then what? You do it the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day. The next day. It's like, what the fuck is the point? What, yeah. what is this achieving? Yeah. All right, you want to you want to send a message out. But it doesn't just stop at a message, you know? Mm -hmm. Then you want to sort of... Again, I'm speaking from experience. You see your following start growing. You see a bit more interest in what you're doing. You're like, oh, okay, I like this. It's that little dopamine, that little, oh, follow, 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 like, like. And it's funny, the words, follow, like, follow, like, follow. Mm -hmm. What's following, bro? Following. It's what we were told to do, to not do as children growing Mm -hmm. up. Do not follow. Do not do what everyone else is doing. Mm -hmm. Like
1: the fuck is like but what's that see what that what's that finger poke what bu- 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 does that remind you of fucking <laughs> <The> pokies yeah
0: <laughs> but right? it's that it's that dopamine. i didn't think about pokies but that's what it is it's an addiction but isn't it funny most apps now are double t- double tap to like now mm-hmm. right instagram started it mm-hmm. and linkedin and all these other platforms Everything everything's like double tap yeah. you download some random apps yeah. like double tap to but like you see,
1: but this, see, this is, like i said this goes back to pokies because We've been we've been subjected to things like this for many years. That's right. They know how to make humans like obviously this kind of sounds a bit conspiratorial, but That's all right. right You're on Mike? the right panel, channel for- <laughs> <laughs> well, Listen, like they know what how easy it is. Right, to make us addicted. The tapping, right? Mm. The noise. That's how they get applications addicted to young children, yeah. right? It's the noise, it's the, the little reward system, mm. right? The sound. Playing games. Yes. Oh, you've just earned this trophy, you've yes. earned this, right? It's the tapping. Oh, Dopamine. It it. Like It's like that. It's like, why does that mouse keep trying to go, right?
0: It's so true,
1: man. See? Right? It, it's all that. Young females in general, there is a statistic that's out there that said that there's a lot of suicides in young females because of that. They're always um, subjected to imperfection. Like imperfection, right? Bro, isn't... Bullying. That's right. The the social... The online bullying is worse
0: than the physical bullying. That's right. Now, I remember in school, there were bullies. I was actually a victim of a bully once, believe it or not. Um, it wasn't even a bully, actually. What am I saying? We were mucking around. He punched me in the temple and I and I dropped. It was the first time I ever got dropped. The First time I ever been punched. Um, and I woke up and my mate was standing over me screaming, like... Literally about to kill him. But... The concept of bullying in itself, physically, is very daunting as a kid. Like, if you're a small kid, wears glasses, bro, red flags. Sorry, man, get the contacts out, cause your people are going to come for you. You know what I mean? Um, but these 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 people, the physical pressures, they would cop the physical abuse. People take their shit. People tease them. Teasing is a very very fucking very bad thing to do to someone mm-hmm. uh, I just call a gap and, that's right. and this is the world we grew up in right it's the world we grew up in oh you got a gap oh you got a gap like, every time dentist can you close the gap it's gonna close, it's gonna close. my whole life went, <laughs> went through life right if I was subjected to that <clears throat> online as well remember too our online friends are not the same as kids I have people on my platform I've never met in my life bro but I'll talk to them like we're best mates and I'll tell you all through this whole pandemic has linked a lot of people together that don't know each other yeah. um, but even like you put a photo up of something funny and you're sharing it with people you don't really know. And I say that with all the utmost respect, you don't know these people well enough, but as a small child, a 15 year old girl or a 14 year old boy, or whatever, this is their group. And the, 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 bullying goes on another level when it's online for these kids. And this is the problem, man. There is, um, it's, it's starting to hit, hit, affect the kids, it's starting to move into the children. And, um, you know that that's why I think things like jujitsu are very important, mm-hmm. really important. A kid that gets bullied, you ever seen the video? It's a oh, beautiful video. There's a clip of a kid who got who was getting bullied by this big big dude bully, and there was like the the, the wording on the video was like "bully gets owned" or something. And he it was like, you could tell he was a bully too. And this young kid grabs him and like th- like throws him, like hip tosses him, and just gets on top of him and fucks him up. I was like, yes, good on ya, you know, like and I get that's why I think jiu-jitsu is really important you know because yeah. when we were kids bro how many people were doing martial arts when you were a kid
1: mate honestly it really wasn't um, and I'll be honest and it's the truth UFC has popularized it in a, in a positive way
0: oh it's po- definitely popularized yeah. MMA no one knew about MMA until the UFC the only, got on a- the
1: only thing that might have been close to popularity before that while before us was probably maybe in our parents' time was karate because of Bruce oh, Lee, yeah.
0: karate, taekwondo. But I told me when we were kids, yeah, when we were kids in general, it would've, it would've no one been did, nothing. no one was doing combat sport. Nothing. I remember there was always a random kid no. that had a karate thing on. You're like, what the fuck's this random? You always thought it was weird. People were like I'm not weird, but it wasn't normal for me. Was like soccer or footy or cricket, right? Because that's what I watched. Where some house, I guess, it must be just per household, right? It depends on the parents too. But I never grew up. I watched a bit of wrestling, like WWE, Same. but it was never like combat sport was never a thing no. wrestling at uh, the olympics you never used to watch it never no. used to watch wrestling never used to watch taekwondo. never gave a fuck mm-hmm. it was always soccer mm-hmm. i wanted to watch the soccer i wanted to watch the sprinting i couldn't give two shits about anything else though. anything else but that. and i was like now it's like front and center it's very popular yeah. everyone's doing it you yeah. know people I that i know that i never thought in my wildest dreams that would be doing combat sport are doing it remember lee I know, yeah. Bro, he's a
1: blue belt. And Taki. Yeah.
0: No, yeah. No, 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 no. Lee, um, oh, Lee Ma- Marcellino. Yeah, Marcelino, yeah. Yeah, Marcellino. You know, Lee and Taki as well. M- Lee Marcellino. Um, shout out to Lee, my boy. Shout out to Lee. Bro, the guy out of nowhere, I'm doing jujitsu, And he's like, I'm like, whoa, oh, this guy. And he's rolling with some heavy dudes. He's not rolling with nobodies. Um, but I learned, man, like it is welcoming to everyone. Right. Doesn't matter gender, doesn't matter what your fucking job is, like you said, doesn't matter what your set preference, doesn't matter if you root tree stumps for a living, it does not matter. Yeah. And, it could, and if anyone gives a fuck about what you do on the mats, they're a dickhead. Yeah. You know? Like, bro, I remember there was this massive Asian dude rolling with me. He was probably younger than me, but probably 100 kilos. And we're doing the open roll, five minute roll after we learned what we were doing. And this guy was just handling me, bro. I just couldn't, I just could not. The only way I could stop him, so he, he would like have me in a body triangle. And the only way I would stop him is to grab his wrists. That's the only way I could stop him. So much more advanced than I was, bigger, stronger. And I'm sitting there going, "When is this fucking going to end, bro?" And I'm like, I'm running out of breath. To like, fuck these guys just smothering me because people don't understand. People, people that haven't never done it, they don't. There's another person smothering you. They're putting their dead weight on you. Yeah. That's part of the program. They're, They're putting they their you. weight because that wears you down, gives yeah. them a chance to rest, so they yeah. can make their move. And I'm like, got this hundred kilo Asian dude on me. I'm like. The only thing I could do was grab his wrists. Mm. And literally, that's how I survived the five minutes. Mm. Every time I moved, no, mm. I'm not fucking letting go of your <laughs> wrist, boy. Like, yeah. But, you know, mm. it's, it's, it teaches you so much, man. It teaches yeah. you so much. And look, the, the, the bullying and the way social media is going, it's, it's just getting worse, bro. Yeah. Um, that's sort of why I want my kids to yeah. have a sort. I feel like the way we grew up was normal.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think I think normal is, is is changing, right? It doesn't exist anymore. Like, yeah, for us, like growing up, like like you said, it's true. Martial arts wasn't a big thing. No, it was around, but yeah. it wasn't a big thing, especially in our areas, Sydney, Australia, in particular different countries, possibly, but here, not for us. Um, and I think it's a good thing as well because if young kids or young people in general come up in the system, it helps with confidence. It's Definitely. a great confidence booster. Yeah, and when you are also, bringing a child into that um, network, which is a positive environment, they make friends. Yeah, they learn social skills. Yeah. right. They learn how, what limitations their body has, while their body's growing and developing. Yeah. and they also overcome the stigma of girls and boys. Oh, that's massive, right? Because yeah. my daughter, Forgot for example, that. all three of my children do jujitsu, and my daughter's there rolling with girls and boys. And you know what? They, they don't care, yeah. boy or girl. To them, it's just another another child. And I think that's amazing because it is. Um, regardless of, of what their sex is, when they grow up, they're just comfortable together, Yeah, right? It's um, boys and girls or, or whatever gender they are. Right? As they grow up, they're comfortable with each other. It's not like – I remember growing up in primary school and they always used to split the boys up and split the girls up. They probably mm. still do, I understand, for certain reasons. Yeah, well, why do you think that is? I, I don't know, man. And I, I, don't, I don't think it's a healthy thing and that's why I love – Co-ed schools, especially high schools in general, mm. where they, they intermix. And I think that's an important thing because I don't think it's good having children be so uncomfortable. Um, look, once they grow up and they decide who they are, fine. But boys and girls, regardless of their different interests, they should still be able to communicate to each other even though they're a different sex, right?
0: Well, all right, let me stop you. I'll say one thing about that. I 100% agree with you. The, the, the sexist barriers, they don't, they don't need to exist, particularly they but the only thing I will say, I think there's some level of, um, there's a point where someone was like, right, there's obviously a big difference between men and women. Oh, big time. Right? Testosterone, estrogen. We understand, yeah. Massive. I, I honestly reckon that's why there was boys and girls split because of the difference. Like, oh, I, can't, I don't want to offend people. Men by defen- by by nature are just bigger, right? More testosterone, which tr- results in unfair advantage unfair advantage right it's not putting any shit on any women at all just and there is women that are, there are women that are stronger than men just There's biology millions of women that are stronger than men 100 but not, but by default look at chris cyborg yeah great example <laughs> but by default amanda nunez yeah it's true by default i think they would have had that separation just to allow for it to be a fair comp- competition between girls and girls and boys mm. and boys um but it's beautiful when you break when you get Marshall, but but when i've rolled with a girl you know, there's no sexual element to it. You don't think, oh, I'm going to grab her. right. You don't think that at all. The least your worries. At the least, bro. The Especially least. if they're more experienced and you're just mm. trying to survive. One million percent. <laughs> it, it's almost like, um, that, that's also very daunting too, bro. Because you've, you've got a woman dominating that's you. That's right. On you. You've got to like, suck it up. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, this is not a, if you're one of those weird sex people that like to get, you know, those weird people like they, strange people all that fucking weird shit like <laughs> walk me around with a don't dog go, age, go and do jiu-jitsu and just fight against the chicks bro you'll love
1: it Mate, I've, I've rolled You're with bust a nut I've, every week i've rolled with plenty of females and they're great even, eh? even coming up and uh, a lot of them gave me a hard time I'm like whoa like don't respect man yeah and and that's the beautiful thing and these are women that have grown up in the system with guys that aren't intimidated yeah and that's the best thing because i've got two daughters i got a son and i think the best thing which is empowering for women He's coming up and being able to say I don't care if he's a boy I'm going to get in there and get it done oh so. bro you and know what the best and thing
0: I agree to a certain degree particularly when it comes to like martial arts, like martial I, don't arts think, yeah. I don't think men and women should be fighting each other no no like Henry Cejudo floated the idea of yeah. fighting just shut up bro because it th- doesn't matter if he wins or loses he's going to look like a on a, a training
1: dicker. aspect we mean not, a, not an no. actual like I don't, I don't I, but I think
0: the, the, well the problem with what we're talking about right is that that gender barrier no longer exists that gender barrier has been washed into this fluidity of you know oh he she blubber you know what you see someone's instagrams like she her like well no shit cuz you're a girl yeah like all right she her i think this whole pronouns yeah. i don't care brother i don't get it yeah I, I, it bothers me that's why i care it yeah. bothers me cuz i don't get it and it bothers yeah. me because it's like well you're you're trying to reverse what we know as science today mm. Mm. like you were born biologically as a man yeah. with a penis it's not if you cut it off mm. If you buy an ice cream cone and the ice cream falls out, it still means it's an ice cream cone, right? <laughs> You're not going to put a pile of shit on there and lick it. You're going to put another... It doesn't change yeah. what you are. Yeah. And well, by us trying to change what we are, I saw a fucking great meme today. This girl, it was like a cartoon of a girl with her parents. And I said, I like the color blue and I like sports. And the mum commented saying, oh, great. Let's book in the surgery. As in like, let's do the change, which is so true, right? If a girl... Like if your daughter was to give you a hint of something that she likes to do, which, in, which is a sport that boys play or something. Bro, I don't, the thought, like my sister grew up with 14 boy cousins and played footy with us just alike to the boys and she grew up as a woman, she's a mother of two kids. Mm. It doesn't mean that they want to have a dick if they want to play a fucking yeah. male sport or they want to play a sport with men.
1: Mm. It doesn't mean that. Well, growing up, look, and- But that's t- what it changed to, Matty. The, the term for us, especially for women that did like that, and I know what- Tomboy. And, yeah, tomboy. Yeah. Exactly. That's Isn't all that... it was. And I know a lot of them and yes. and, they're, and they're cool with it. They just like sports, right? But it shouldn't be called that, bro. No, it shouldn't. They're just, you know they're what? just a girl that likes to that's fucking right. play sports. That's right. And you know what? For me, man, growing up as well, and like we are talking about how it was for us growing up to kids now. I think there's a good thing for children that's grown up now because they are a lot more open than what we were. And I'm not going to say I wasn't open. It's just things are a lot more different now. Times are changing. Everything evolves. Technology, people, humans everything changes, changes right yeah. we get that but as I get older like we said there's links in your brain that obviously opens up as you become a father or a mother right there's things that we understand now that we didn't understand before we were parents it's just a strange thing that happens we don't know what oh, it yeah. is you don't
0: know you're idea. You don't it get happens. it Yeah.
1: And but the thing is man I just treat everyone as a human being that's how you have to be bro right I don't care. Do whatever you want in life. Straight up, Be out, man. yourself. Amen. Because you know what? Most of the things that we are do in life is behind closed doors. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, but Matty, the problem is, is your, you, true, true statement you could have said all day. Everything that you
0: do is behind closed doors, right? But unfortunately, what people are doing behind closed doors is being publicized. Take gay marriage, for example, in Australia, right? Whether you agree with gay marriage or not, this is not, not you're talking about everyone that's listening to this. Whether you agree with gay marriage or not is not the point. The point is, the government gave you the choice and said, "Do you want to vote for this or not?" You don't have to vote, but if you want to vote, that's how you do it. I was like, "Why are you getting involved as a government with people's choice of sex?" (laughs) Like, I get, I get as from a from a religious point of view that the the term gay marriage does not exist in a Christian or even a Muslim household, right? Gay marriage—it's it's it's, it's a very far fetched concept if you're if you're being brought up religiously, right? I have no issue with people calling whatever they want to call gay marriage gay marriage and doing it in their own time. It doesn't have to be a legal thing. It shouldn't even be a legal thing. It shouldn't even matter. The government shouldn't have to say, oh, well, we want to make it legal. No, government. That's not up to you to decide, mate. If a guy wants to bone another guy, that's for him to decide, bro. If they want to get married and do all that stuff, I'm at the point where I can disagree with it and I will disagree with it and I do disagree with it. I have my reasons. Like, I believe a household, every household needs a male and a female. I think it's just the way that it was designed. I can't I can't fuck with the way things were designed. Since the beginning of time it's always been men and woman that have raised the family because the woman gives the children and the man does what he has to do in terms of shoots his shot and everything else.
1: <laughs> hopes for the best.
0: Yeah, hopes for the best, right? But but the concept, the, the, the process, since the beginning of time, look at all the animals. There's a handful of animals that, that fuck random animals that are the same sex randomly. I think it's a seahorse mm-hmm. randomly fucks another guy. <laughs> but generally the like the insertion of the penis into the vagina is consistent across all animals all mammals throughout the world and it's always male and female and the female always reproduces actually no i think cc and the male Mm reproduce but small instances where you'd have to go right god's obviously got this figured out he's made this in a way but now today like like lesbians and again i'm not talking negatively towards anyone here but where where i sort of get and i'm just sharing where i stand on this it's like well Two lesbians want to have a child, they get a random guy to inseminate one of the women and then they've got a child. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree with that because I don't believe that that's right, right? But that's, that's not for me to go and publicize and say, nah, you're all idiots, you're mm-hmm. all stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to hate anyone that's gay for that reason. I can oppose everything that, that, that's going on, which I will and I do. I just don't agree. I don't think that's healthy for the child. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to change the way I feel about gays. Yeah. I'm not going to see a gay person and go, oh, you want to have fucking kids, are huh? you filthy... But no, yeah. bro, these people, transgender people, people that are dealing with, I think if someone's transgender, they're, they're in a position where there's something going on. Mm-hmm. Something's happened in their life. You know, people that abuse children. Mm-hmm. It fucking pains me to say this, bro. P- people that abuse children, bro, 99% of the time, it's not their fault. They were abused. So you, it's very easy for us to go, fuck those pedos. I Mate, I detest anything pedophiles do. If, I don't even to think about it. But there's a reason, man. There's a reason why these people are acting the way that they do. And as a society, we don't try and stop it and go, no, 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 bro, look, that's, there's something wrong with that. Like we, people that are really morbidly obese are being praised. No, bro, you, you, you're a fucking cheeseburger away from death. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. Pedo, like, bro, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. We need to identify the problem before you strike. Mm-hmm. There's clearly an issue.
1: Mate, I think people don't like hurting anyone's feelings these days. And the problem Nailed is, it. I'll give you an example. I'll it. Right? it. Um, I'm not a complete fan of her music, but I praise what she done. And I mentioned on one of my episodes, it's um, someone like Adele, right? She went through a major transformation. Oh, massive, right? Amazing. Massive, yeah. She was was a beast and she transformed her body. She was a heifer. She lost a lot of weight. And then she got bashed. Well, not bashed physically, but, um, you know, through social media. Of of course, that's the place because no one can see you face to face and tell you. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Keyboard warriors. (laughs) And all her obese uh, audience was like, you know, we thought you were one of us, this and that. Hey. It right. a, creates a cult-like environment, that's right. doesn't it? And it's like, wait a minute. So you're not happy for me that I'm doing something better for myself. This should inspire you to join me on this journey and follow me along. Look at someone else. I'll give you another example. Great actor. I love him. He's so funny. Joni Hill. Yes. Right. Yeah. His roles were starting to, you know, deplete like kind of- where's he, where's he gone? That's right. He, he he came back into this picture recently. He's got the new Netflix yeah. With yeah. film with Leonardo, but yeah, 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 he yeah, went yeah, back yeah, chubbier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But as soon as he started losing weight, everyone's like, oh, well, his movie roles were starting to go away. Why is that? Same as um, our own Australian Rebel Wilson. Can't recognize her now. Why is that? She's lost a lot of weight. Her roles were coming in because of her weight. Hey, funny story. She started on Fat Pizza. That's right. Cooler. <laughs> Cooler. Cooler. Yeah, that's right. But it's, it's crazy, bro. Like even going through
0: school, you know, you always taught that pyramid of health, you know, the pointy end was always the, the bad stuff and you get,
1: yeah. yeah, the pie chart. The
0: pie chart or the pyramid of good food and all that stuff. <laughs> it's crazy how we are taught now and I say we like as a society we're not taught it's not like we're in a classroom and the teacher's like you cannot call fat people fat it's not that we are ushered we are prompted by the medias and the the platforms to not to call those people fat some of them go against guidelines if you call them if you were to call an obese person fat on an Instagram platform they'd probably get a community guideline warning right an obese person is fat let's call it what it is it's they're fat Right, but by calling them fat doesn't mean you hate them. All right, if you call them a fat dog, it's a different story, right? But I guess I'm trying to be very general, and it's, it's a very true. stupid example. But, good. but it's like, good. if you're, I get what you we should be, t- these people should feel the burden that they're carrying, right? Because they're carrying a burden, they're eating for some reason, there's something wrong. Something's not right. Emotionally wrong. Something emotionally is setting them off. Yeah, they might have issues. They might have thyroid problems. They might have issues losing weight. They might Mm. have whatever the fuck the issue is. Mm. But there's always a solution. Mm. The the solution is not to keep doing the same thing and expect a different result. It's not keep eating more. That's right. You've got to stop it, bro. That's right. And as a society, we we, we prompt them to continue. We don't Mm. stop it. Mm. We don't put an end to it. Mm. Like in Australia, we don't try and stop gambling or drinking. We encourage it. It's all over our sports, all over our platforms. It's boys, all over everything.
1: Advertisements. It's like, oh, go have a cold one with the boys. Exactly. Drink res- And it says drink uh, responsibly. And you know what burns me the most, man, is, um, look, I've got nothing against if you want to have an outlet once in a while, do a punt, but it's just like the terminology they use in commercials. It's like, it's oh, acceptable. Yeah, exactly. Like they make the commercials very appealing to the boys to have a punt on like, a, you know, or you see any of the TAB commercials. It's like all the boys together having yeah. a laugh. It's like, and yeah, they're on it's, their phone.
0: Like, oh, I just
1: want yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you <know what> <laughs> stupid bro it's fucked yeah, and, and then all the boys and I know because I'm in a lot of those groups as well and I, I don't I don't I don't do it myself but I know a lot of people are doing and each of their own I don't I don't tell anyone that's a bad thing just to me I can see they can also, also go down a wrong path as well I'm not saying you have to be straight right. 180 but there's no no but there's a reason you choose not to I get it man mm. I get it bro like
0: take take let's take what you're allowed to do in this country right let's take gambling and, and alcohol I know someone personally who must ruined their life with gambling. I know, but it was a lot of money too. Um, it's not hard to see the effects gambling has on a household. No one that is a seasoned gambler is ever smiling. Mm. They're always fucking angry. You see the people, that you walk into the pokies and they're playing two machines at once. There is a clear problem in this country, but what instead of the government trying to actually put an end to it, they encourage it. It's all over. You watch rugby league. Wait, wait, wait until the season starts again. And you'll see Stradbrokes, Ladbrokes, Sportsbet, TAB, Neds. Every single team has a different company sponsoring them, a different gambling company.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So this – when I think about it, we grew up with the TAB. You walk in, you buy your slip, you bet on your dog. You get, as, a, as, a, as a general thing, that was always around. That only exists for the oldies, right? The generations that are looking at gambling now are the younger ones. Our kids, bro. Our kids, when they start watching sport properly – like, think about when they start rushing rugby league or cricket. What are the two biggest components that advertise on those platforms? It's gambling and it's alcohol. Mm-hmm. And what these gambling and alcohol companies are doing is they are planting little seeds in our kids' our kids' brains. And if we happen to gamble every now and then, I'm, I bro, I'll have a pun on sports, bet every now and then, especially if there's a good USC card on, I'll do a $10 multi and I'll try and win. I'll be like 150 grand multi. I'll try and pick it. It never wins, Matt. No. Never wins. But I couldn't give a fuck. I don't,
1: I don't sit there and go, oh my God.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: I'm, but the idea of seeing that possibility, it's like, it's oh, like, yeah. Well, if
0: that comes, good. It's and it could.
1: It's yeah. a 50-50 thing. It's ten bucks. I don't give a shit. I'm not
0: yeah. doing it every week. I'm not doing it every day. And honestly, most of the time, if I log into my sports, it's probably five or ten dollars sitting there anyway. I, it's not my life. I got discipline. better things to do. Yeah, you got discipline. Yeah, but you got to know when to stop, bro. That's you right. just got to know what's good for you and what's not. All right. Mm. If you like to smoke weed, I like to smoke weed. There's a point where you got to realize that it's not gonna, too much of it's not good for you. Mm. If you like to eat McDonald's, if you like to drink, if you like to exercise. Too much of it's not good. You could probably hurt yourself. It's, it's, it's just proportioning everything in a balance to have life. That makes That's sense. Right. And I think when you have children, 50% of your time is already attributed to them. You lose 50% of your time, right? So you're already got to block out 50. The rest of the 50 is for work, for your wife, for your life, for your health, for your wealth. That's the, the remainder. Mm-hmm. And you've got to make it work within that 50% bracket. On top of that, you've got to guide your children. I don't want my son to think... Gambling and drinking is normal. I don't want him to grow up in an environment where that's normal. Mm-hmm. I don't want, because it's not. It's not normal, bro. It's not right for the brain to gamble. That feeling, you remember playing the pokies? I still remember the first time I ever won big. I won two and a half grand once from a $50 note. And I was playing at, bro, I would have been 18, 19. I was playing at One World in Parramatta. And um, we were walking out i don't have a few drinks walking out of the pub and my mate goes hey someone put 50 bucks in this machine and i just pulled out so i'm like yeah all right fed it with a 50 started playing i think three or something dollar hits i said i won and i won i was like two and a half grand from a 50 dollar note without even trying i still remember the feeling of seeing all the numbers on the screen and that rush and i still remember like oh my god i'm getting a check because they, they gave me the cash and the check. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I and I was young. I'm like, whoa, two and a half grand. What are we going to do now? Like, give the boys money. Thank you. You know, like, you know, you felt so. Yeah. But, bro, if someone – if that happened to most people, which probably has happened to some people winning a lot of money from a very small amount without even trying, if they can't train themselves to realise that that's never going to happen again, mm. they're always going to be chasing that. It's like people that do cocaine or do pills or do heroin. And they would like that chase that feeling of – Wow, I want that feeling again. The first feeling. The first feeling,
1: right?
0: And that's the key with addiction. Mm-hmm. You know, you should you should know before you do anything that that first feeling is never going to happen again. Mm-hmm. It's never ever coming again, yeah. right? It doesn't matter it's what the first you first
1: feeling with anything, right? It's anything. With, it's with anything, any type of rush, yeah. Right through Correct. gambling, yeah. Through sex, yeah. Right, oh, sex, big one, yeah. Right, especially when you you know for the first time. I'm um, but busting a nut's busting a nut, right? <laughs> like, right. let's be honest. Be <laughs> exactly. Like, busting a nut's busting a yeah, exactly. nut. Exactly. But yeah. it's like the very first time, it's like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. wow, I was like- the f- It's I never a game changer. You're right. like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's the same as when you even fitness example, right? Because many more years, you try to seek that, that point where you want to feel that, that, like that burn, you want to be able to feel that soreness afterwards. Eventually, there's going to be a time where you just like- you're not sore
0: anymore. You've got to increase your weight, yeah. Exactly. you You've got to change something,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. You've got to change something, right? Yeah. It's like, it's, yeah. But these things come and it, these things go. And it's just like being able to discipline yourself and be able to just say like, um, everything, in, um, like everything in portions, right?
0: In moderation. In moderation. moderation. In balance. Yeah, in bro. Moderation, it's, that's the word I'm looking for. My dad for. used to drum that into my head as a kid. And um, I never really understood the value of it of everything in moderation. Live within your means, he used to say. Mm. Live within your means, Ben. Like, but live within my means? What do you mean? Live within my means. And it's, it makes sense. You can't live an extreme life of everything extreme, you know? You can't have, you've got to be able to draw some boundaries, create some boundaries because you've got to have boundaries for yourself and for your children too. You've got uh-huh. no boundaries for yourself. What the fuck is going to be for your kids? Right. <laughs> you know? you kids will be eating ice cream at 10.30 every night. There, there's, there's, and I think a lot of it, when you can discipline yourself, you will see the, the the trickle effect with your family and your kids and your wife and your job, and I see it all the time. You notice when you start training, you start your distractions start strip, start dropping because you're now in the zone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And for that half an hour, an hour, that's you, and mm-hmm. that's it. And then you get out, and you're like, "Oh fuck!" It's almost, almost like you think differently after a little while. Changes everything about you. Um, so, man, the, the the aspect of discipline. If I'm gonna sum up the last i don't know how long we were just talking about that subject for <laughs> i think discipline is the silver bullet to a lot of our issues um you don't strike me as someone who's shitting the over COVID, right i find you are someone who's pretty sorry i keep putting my feet up someone who's very oh, yes. thorough in their <laughs> thorough in their way of thinking you understand your position you understand what you're here for you're not you're dictating your own terms um and it's probably a result of how disciplined you are across the board and I can see a lot of men wetting themselves over this thing and they lack discipline in areas of their life. I'm not saying, bro, I lack discipline in many areas. Mm-hmm. But there's, but I know what what is right and what is wrong. And I use this whole pandemic as as an excuse or an example of think being able to think for yourself, being able to apply what you know in your heart of hearts as what you want and just sticking to it and going for it. We, we every, People were moving like this, mm-hmm. right? The needle was moving. We had to move we were, because the way that this whole thing went down, but a lot of people probably still haven't really woken up to what's going on. They're probably sure. still caught up in that, That oh, we're going to get out of this mindset, which I know we're not getting out of. There's no easy road out of this, bro. This is going to be a struggle, man. This is going to be a struggle. It's going to be a struggle whether you're vaccinated or not. This is a struggle because this, this is not a war on – on on being vaccinated or not this is a war on the family unit this is a war on everything that we know as life Mm -hmm. ownership of land ownership of property ownership of anything is slowly becoming a thing of the past you'll you'll start to notice it i'm starting to see it bro things going around like saying that you'll be happy without owning anything this is sort of what it's heading towards so disciplines far more important than anything in the next 10 years bro because the last two years have already uncovered anything um, people should be worried yeah, no. and it's not to sound daunting or anything it's just be firm in what you believe in be disciplined be mm-hmm. strong because mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna come a time like man like jujitsu for me was, was very interesting not only for the aspect of becoming a better person but mate to be in any situation i am how to handle that's the mm-hmm. other reason too straight out mm-hmm. and I want to be able to teach my kids that <clears throat> because there's there's the way life is throwing itself at us now, you need to be able to hold your own. That's mm-hmm. what it's looking like, man. Yeah. It's like the weaker falling away, and the stronger stand, are holding themselves together. Um,
1: you know what what you said is very important, man. Um, we take a bit back to discipline. Like, there's a lot of things you covered, and and, and they're very important. I to cover
0: so yeah, no, <laughs> but eight, no, yeah. it's very
1: important what you said. You've you've touched on a lot of very important things, and a lot of people don't have these conversations or speak about it. And the important things of doing these podcasts is that. When you have these conversations, it's very important for a third person to be listening, yeah. Because there's a lot of interesting things that you know what's on our minds, what's going on in our society, what's going on in our community, in our own country, Correct. in our own country, right? Correct. Now, discipline is a very important thing, and I'll take it back to COVID, for example. During the lockdowns, the most important thing that happened, right, was what decisions and choices people made if they were stuck at home.
0: Oh, big one,
1: right? Now, this is a very important thing because I got hit up a lot about it. Um, it's like oh man what are you doing or what are we on? because like everyone's like oh we all can go for a run right but when you're locked away for four months the running the walking gets gets especially repetitive. when you're restricted to a 5k radius i get it yeah. right but you know what i did as soon as i knew work was starting to dry down for myself uh, i knew I, I could see the writing on the wall i warned a couple of my friends i said something's happening mm. my, my gym shut as soon as i my gym shut i'm like this ain't going to be for a week something's and this was last year, so because of what happened in 2020, it's weird seeing 2022 Is that now, weird, bro. Oh, it's strange. It's fucking weird. So when I was did in- someone get a, a <sighs> screwdriver and just turn it a
0: few notches forward to make Mate, it faster? It I don't was know. weird.
1: So luckily in 2021, I kind of had 2020 to go on as an example. It's like I saw the running wall. I bought some gym equipment. 2020, I had some, but I sold that. So last year, I bought some equipment. Right? People are like, oh, I had gym equipment, but I just wasn't motivated. Well, the problem is there is that a lot of you guys are trained in your living room, somewhere where it's too comfortable. So when you're lying on the floor, you just go for a nap, right? Like just don't do it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uncomfortable. Where, yeah, you need to be somewhere. So I made something of it. I adapted. I didn't want to be trained at home because my kids are a distraction. That's right, yeah. Right? No offense, but like it, you need, the reason why you do these things is to escape, Yeah. right? So I invested, my gym was shut. So I was like, you know what? Well, I'm going to put this money since I've saved it anyway, into a gym. Luckily, I was able to go out of my radius, buy some equipment, make my garage into something that I would want to turn up to. Yeah. Because let's just face it, if you make just, you know, a couple of things, like you got a dumbbell, kettlebell or something, then maybe it might not be even for myself motivated enough to turn up to that every day. So I made my garage into a mini gym for a couple of months, right? Still there. Got some nice mats. I decorated nice. the way I wanted to put it. I put some posters up. Beautiful. Got everything I wanted. So when I turned up to it, it's you. I'm proud. This is, yeah, exactly. It's me. Mm. Everything in there is is my effort, right? So Bro. I'm making it something for myself so when I turn up there, because everyone like after the pandemic is like, I mean, like, they're like, oh, I've lost so much, but you look the same. Well, why is that? It's not because I'm better than you. It's just because- You're disciplined. Disciplined and I adapted. You adapted. Right? Because yeah. things, you're going to get hit with these hurdles, Benny. Bro, you know what?
0: It's, um, I actually bought- I bought uh, a dumb, dumbbell set and a, and a bench press. Not the actual butt, not the bent, not the, not the seat, the, the bar and stuff. This would have been 2020. And this was before everyone, all the, remember everything, went out of, everything was out of stock because everyone bought it all. I bought mm-hmm. it before. I thought, man, just in case the gym shut, I'll, I'll buy it, right? And I bought it. How many times did I use it, do you think? Able. <laughs> <laughs> Once. <laughs> Once. You know what it was, but yeah. it was exactly what you said. It was the comfort- comfortability. It was the excuse. It was the lack of discipline. It was the lack of motivation. And if I look at motivation, we shouldn't strive to get motivated by just seeing some guy talk about something on Instagram. That shouldn't get us motivated. A song shouldn't get us motivated. No. Motivation should be a constant thing. You should always, and I'm not saying like you should be all around, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Like not that. It's like motivation. <laughs> Who's going to carry the boat? Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's the mindset, right? It's that, it's, go back to Goggins, man. I learned a lot from Goggins. His audiobook is phenomenal. It's me. phenomenal because a guy narrates it and then every chapter or so they stop and he and David Goggins do like a little yeah. three or four minute episode podcast, whatever yeah. you call it. Amazing. And they recap and it's phenomenal because David Goggins explains everything. Favorite audio book. One of the best. Goosebumps, bro, thinking about it. Because that was one thing that woke me up to a lot of things. Particularly the motivational thing, because I used to be like, oh, I'm going to save that, oh, I'm going to watch that video next time. I'm gonna watch. And there's a guy speaking over really nice soft music. If you don't get out of bed in the morning, like, fucking yeah. you, that lasts for like 20 seconds. And David Goggins taught me to, to constantly be looking, to constantly be motivated, to constantly be dissatisfied, to, and not to be like, I hate my life, I'm not happy, oh, I want that car. It's not. Dissatisfaction is like, I need to get better, I need to improve, I'm always mm-hmm. learning.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and to put him, putting himself in those uncomfortable positions. But you know, like one thing I'll say I'll do consistently is cold showers. I'll have a, like a warm shower, normal. And the back end of it, irrespective of the, t- the weather, I'm having mm-hmm. a cold shower. That's right. And i put myself through that uncomfortable feeling, whether it's in the evening or in the morning, whatever. And it's something I've consistently done. And I'm now at the point where once the cold water hits me, it's a few seconds and I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm in, it. I'm, I'm, I'm in my zone. And I'm like, the more of this I get, the better I'm feeling. The more cold that hits my, my skull, the more cold i let touch my body in every part of the, you're like under your arms like oh it's cold you let that cold water destroy you and it's like yeah okay i'm cool i'm sweet you know um even this other thing i was watching that guy jay uh jay shetty jay shetty yeah. indian fella the I monk. His, monk yeah I almost forgot his last name um he says we always wake up saying oh i'm so tired which we do because you wait you got kids if you don't wake up tired and you got kids something wrong with you Right, <laughs> you're either giving your That's kids right. drugs or your kids um, are <laughs> angels or there's something wrong with you yeah. but we wake up going I'm tired he goes wake up saying I'm not tired and see what that does to your state of mind and I did it the other day bro I woke up I was on the, sun, like, the last few days I woke up man I was up throughout the whole night I'm a kid crying trying to put him to bed the works bro like fucking terrible I woke up and I just felt like I needed like three hours of sleep and I'm like I'm not tired I'm not tired today I'm not tired and that day, I remember it was Saturday. I smoked like two massive r- ribs. I had people over. Like it was a massive day, bro. Yeah. Plus looking after the kids and shit. It was full on day. Very fatiguing. But if I let that get to me, I would have been drinking Red Bulls till the cows come home. I just said, no, I'm not tired. Mm. Get the fuck over it. I'm not tired. Mm. That's, and that, even with the cold shower, man, some mornings it's cold and you get in there. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do this and the water hits him like fuck it's just water Ben it's just fuck I say this to myself it's just cold water it's not gonna kill you mm-hmm. it's just water mm-hmm. get over it mm-hmm. and that that pushes me through that minute or two I'm doing it it gets me through it mm-hmm. um, my wife bro she did a she was talking about doing this juice cleanse for ages her friend got onto this juice cleanse and the juice cleanse is like you basically eat nothing but juice for three days it's water and juice and you can have like like pumpkin seeds and very small trace amounts of food nothing crazy and she was like at the last day, it was like the Saturday and she was finishing up on the Sunday. And she's like, you know what? I'm just going to eat something tonight. am like, what? Like you've just gone through two fucking days of not eating anything. You've only got half a day left and you're going to stop right now. I go, what do you fucking mean? Don't stop. You got, you got, you're at the finish line. She did it. She woke up the next morning. Oh, I'm getting hungry. Because she, she was like the whole way through she wasn't feeling hungry and then she started feeling hungry towards the end. I'm like, Cindy, do not eat. Yeah. Why are you going to fail? You've always, you've come this far. Why are you going to yeah. stop? You're going to, you're going to ruin everything. And the whole idea is you, you do it for a few days. And then that like re- resets your body. She lost weight from it as well. It was really good. But it was like, you, you've pushed yourself this far and it gets a little bit hard and you're going to jump off and go, you know what? Thanks. I've had enough. I've done it. I'm good. But um, like, no, don't stop. Don't fucking stop. Yeah. See if it's good. That way, if you want to do it again, you know, you haven't wasted your time. That's and right. she saw it through. Uh, and, and that's man that just that little push you yeah. know we need to teach ourselves how to give us you obviously don't you, you, you give yourself you already know you give yourself the push all the time that's how you are bro people don't realise who you were 20, 15 years ago like pack of day cigarettes <clears throat> like living however the fuck you wanted to really right you're living however you wanted to do whatever you're doing I whatever you wanted you always seem to be a lot angrier than you are now for some reason <laughs> you were an angry dude you smoked a lot partied a lot like just fucking you fucking did what most normal kids would do mm. And if you kept going down the route you were then, you'd probably, I don't know you'd, where you'd be today, but that's right. Y- to say it, you, you've, you've, you've developed the ability to discipline yourself and it's attributed to, to who you mm-hmm. are today. And I think we all need that little element of fucking keep going, bro. Yeah.
1: Don't stop. That little... I think, I think people just need, like we said, and we've covered in different portions, right? It's the distractions, right? A lot of people are too distracted in their life. Like one of my goals... Now, I'll bring, I'll go more, dive more into the, my goals in a sec. But if you can just limit your time where you're on social media or just on your device, or even just calculate, Apple's great for it because it gives you your screen time and it lets you know oh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that? that's perfect. And it'll give you a little bit of a reality check of how much time you're actually spending on any applications on your phone in general. Yeah. Um, if you limit that and just spend more time for yourself, try to figure out who you are because you would. You, you will realize eventually or hopefully you do that the more time you spend on social media, Instagram, whatever it is, right? TikTok, a lot of what you're watching and what you're seeing will really influence the character that you become and you start to portray. One million percent. Right? Instead of just putting that to the side, I'm not saying to get rid of it completely because let's face it, everything we de- deal with on a daily basis now is paperless. Everything's through technology. Yeah. Same with work. It's all yeah. through my mobile phone, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I get that. You can't completely push away. Technology is great. But you need to figure out who yourself is. Mm. When you talk it back to who I was growing up, that wasn't who I was, who I am now. But we evolve, right? Like I said, I had to isolate myself for a period of time. I had to kind of figure who myself was. I need to. Under, I needed to understand what my capabilities were. Mm. Now, listen. When I started out, it wasn't as. I'm not saying it's easy now, but it wasn't what it was for me as it is now, right? Yeah. A lot of people when they start the gym, or when they they ask me for advice and they just start, it, I say, listen. The later in life that you start these things, right? The I'm not going to be, I'm, I'm going to be honest. It's going to be hard, mm. which is going to be a testament to you if you actually pull through, suck it up and continue the journey, yeah. right? To stay on that path and be able to achieve it. Mean, I go to jujitsu. I see, for example, in the gym, people starting their 30s, 40s, 50s. Hats off to you. Good fucking job because a lot of people make the excuse and just sit their ass at home, but you're in here getting the work done. Yeah. Me coming up at 16, 17, it would have been easy, easier for me to adapt and be able to use this as a, um, get get myself stuck in this routine mm. Right Now it wasn't where I was now It took me some time Experimenting Experimenting and failing And being able to learn from those failures mm. Is what helps drive you To get yourself back to the gym Because like we said before If you don't know what failure feels like You don't want to experience that And me I fucking hate the I hate failure Right Yeah And whether it's failing You know Just in, in life in general yeah. Right Yeah Jim, let's use that as excuse. Jim or jiu-jitsu. If they're saying I fell, I go back home. I do my homework on it, and I want to not perfect it because perfectionism is not a great word. Because like we said before, it's also good to have some imperfections because that's what human beings is. We're not completely perfect. Correct. We work on ourselves, try to better ourselves. So by just trying to work on that failure and just get back to it, right? If you don't work on yourself, right? Work on the things that you want. Like me, I'm, I'm doing good with the gym. I'm doing good with jujitsu. Yeah. I started another project. As human beings, we need to start projects. I'm doing that with the podcast now. If your mind's not towards something to better yourself and better your, and, and just try to understand you who you are, instead of worrying about the successes and the riches that come with things, and just trying to do it for yourself, do it for how you feel, right? Because yeah. this is a lifestyle thing. Like everyone say, like to me, oh, how much do you weigh, or how much do you lift? I don't care about that. So important, all. yeah. It's not important. It's a lifestyle mm-hmm. because. I tell you what it's about how you feel you ask any older person that's in the gym right and i ask a lot of like bodybuilders or anyone that's just just bodybuilders in general and they say you know what i'm doing it for even look at someone like dorian yates right yeah, yeah, yeah. right he he he's honestly just doing it now people like him it's a lifestyle thing It's yeah. to feel healthy is to be around It's to make sure that they're still putting the work a little bit different even arnie right he's still doing it he's changed his diet but he's still putting the work in but it's, it's just making sure that he's able to stay on this earth, stay healthy and just continue doing what he loves.
0: It's so true, man. Like the weightlifting becomes a lifestyle. You know, lifting weights is it's fucking good for you. That's all it is to it. There's nothing else about it. Yet the, by, the byproduct of lifting weights is you look good. That's how it should be. Lifting weights, it's like eating apples. They're fucking good for you, <laughs> right? Lift weights, you feel good. You look good as a byproduct. Unfortunately, we use the look good as the end result rather than the feel good as the end result. So everything about, it pains me, and men today are more infatuated by themselves and how they look than how they feel, right? We're more interested in what the shell looks like rather than what's underneath, um, which is fucking insane, right? Like, why would you want to have a 10 pack, but then- be super depressed inside What well, right. fuck what's the point that's right you didn't get a head job, and you'd be so depressed <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean it's you're not correcting anything it's the problem we as as men too but that goes back to the laziness aspect man men i feel like want to look good because they're either insecure or they couldn't lay land chicks as a younger guy and they want to land chicks and the only way they can land chicks is to look good where bro look good but again, it should be the byproduct, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know anyone that's gone into jujitsu to look good, but most people that I know that do jujitsu look good, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, they train. It's another, but generally, you just if you just did three days a week jujitsu, by default, your body would be good. You'd look good. The pulling and the pushing and the twisting, you are sweating. It's mate, using every muscle in your body. You look good. That's right. But you don't do it for that. It's the byproduct. That's right. And, and there is one thing I learned, bro, many years ago, and it stuck by me, and it always will. And it was a little saying, and it was: you change the way you look at things, the things that you look at change.
1: Nice
0: and that someone wrote it I don't fucking know I don't deserve any credit for it but it stuck to me bro because I'm like you know what it's very true it's almost like the heart, the glass half full glass half whatever empty thing but you change the way you look at th- something and what you're looking at will change it's very simple man you can look at life and go life is hard I'm, I'm obese and I'm this and I've got no job and, I'm... and you can keep you can keep empowering those thoughts and that will just keep driving you into a bigger hole into a bigger pit whereas if you change the way you're looking at that situation and you apply a different perspective like the morning thing i'm not tired no i'm not fucking tired i'm not actually tired mm-hmm. i think i'm tired but i'm not i'm only tired because i tell myself i'm tired mm-hmm. when you think about it because the way the body works by your, by you doing this your brain is telling your fingers to move your fingers are not moving so if you tell yourself you're tired it's your brain telling your body that you're tired that's right i heard someone it was some uh, sas cadet ex-dude saying when you're tired you're only 40 percent tired you got another 60%. I'm like, wow. It's like, it's very true, bro. Like you think about a set, you know, you get to the sixth or seventh representative you're like, oh, fuck, I've got none left. And your mate's like, come on, bro, you got this. And you're like, fuck. And he gives you a little push. And you're like, fuck, I got it. And that little, that little two finger push that's meant to carry 80 kilos. <laughs> no, it's you, bro. Yeah. You know, it's, your, it's you. And you're someone just saying, no, you got this, man, you can do it. That, that changed the way you look at things. That's got me through a lot, man. It changed the way I look at situations. We've all had our experiences in life. We don't have to sit here and explain to everyone what, what good and bad and ugly has happened to each other, but everyone's experiencing, and he's going to experience good, bad, and ugly. It's mm-hmm. going to happen. That's right. I um, you know, my that died. He had leukemia for six years. Yeah. And I believe he died when he wanted to die. There was, there was times when he almost died, and when he died, he actually had a smile on his face. Yeah. And for me, that is the definition of change. The way you look at things yeah. the things that you look at change, because yeah. he gave himself, he could have ended it, man. Yeah. And every opportunity to end it, and it got to a point where he was like ready to go home. Great and his dude, mum man. said, "Go home." Yeah, you know, fucking goosebumps. he's a great dude, man. Great dude. But it's just the simple concept of changing the way you look at things, man. I know. And unfortunately, <laughs> in this day and age, it's or you see that, and if you you see a man, but you think it's a woman, well, that's all right. Then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's not what we're talking about know.
1: here. You know, you know what it is, Benny, and um and I think, you're, and you're right, man. It's, um, and, and you said it before, right? It's like everyone's worried about what's on the outside and what not's in, what's uh, not in the, on the inside, right? Mm. And, and that's 100% true. And I've spoken about this where a lot of people, it's, it's an overall health aspect, right? Mm. It's ov- overall health on how you look, how you feel and how you carry yourself. Yeah. The things about jujitsu, the things about training, it, it doesn't just have to be hidden away. It doesn't have to be jujitsu. It can be any martial art, it can be dancing, Anything. gymnastics, whatever. Something that's physical, that's demanding, on the body and on your mind and you're able to come overcome it. Sweat. We right? have to sweat. We have to, right? Just putting in hard work and just knowing afterwards that man, that was hard. Um, you can do all that, look great. But on the inside, mentally, are you all there? Mm. Because I know a lot of people that look super jacked, right? They look great. But mentally when I speak to them, they're not all there because they haven't spent enough time with themselves. They're mm. alone with their own thoughts. <laughs> See,
0: that's tricky, man. Right?
1: But that's the thing, that's right? And that, that, that And I was luckily... And that's why you got to experiment, right? Experiment. I said to some guy at the gym yesterday, right? Who had this fear and like, I'm not PTing him. I'm just, I know what he was there. He was talking to me, complimenting. And he had this difficulty with box jumps, right? I helped him overcome it. He was happy over the roof, right? But the thing was that he didn't spend enough time with himself to figure out how to overcome it. Mm. I had to be that external factor there because I've been in that situation before to overcome your fear. Right, okay, right. okay. Now, Now, what I'm saying is, is that, if people spent enough time with themselves and their thoughts to figure out things because look, a lot of people are very judgmental about themselves more than what other people are judging them when they step into a gym. That's right. When you come into a gym, right, you're going to fail or when you start it off- It is the you, place of failure. Yeah, you have to look, when the people- The birthplace of failure. You know what he's, one of the things he said to me was, he goes, I just was, I was a bit shy. I was a bit embarrassed to try because in case I stuffed up, there's been a couple of times where I've, you know, I've almost stacked up and I said, listen, mate. That's
0: the perception. If, thing. If,
1: if everyone came in here already complete, what would be the purpose of the gym? <laughs> That's so true. When I started off at the gym, I wasn't who so I was. So true, man. If I didn't, mate, you, I had another kid a couple of weeks ago who dropped the bar himself. He was so embarrassed. I said, mate, I get it. Luckily, I was there to help you. That's the main thing. You're safe. I've dropped the bar on me before. Like, shit happens but the main thing is is that you know what your limit is now just step it back a bit don't be embarrassed because we've all been there if we were all fully complete when we stepped into a place an environment like that then there would be no purpose for that environment to exist it would serve
0: no purpose exactly
1: million percent but i
0: think about jujitsu when you do your stretching when you start (laughs) (laughs) and it's like the you get to the point where um you're doing all the stretches, and then you do the like the whoo, and you hit the mat. Whoo, <laughs> that one? The brake falls. Bro, I don't even know what it's called. Like, yeah. when I, I still remember when I, my first few lessons, I was because so, it's, it's taxing on the abs, right? You don't realize it's taxing. I wish I could show people how to do it. You're like sort of rolling, and you got to roll forward, and then it's like on the way down, you go whoo, and you hit the mat. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was out of rhythm, right? <laughs> I was hitting and I'm hitting it after them, and I felt so fucking uncomfortable, man it's that feeling of why are you worrying about, like everyone's gone through it. Everyone's you know? done it. Every single, all the, like, I'm going to say, fucking his name. I just forgot his name. Formula One drivers, you know, Michael Schumacher back in, Michael Schumacher, Michael Schumacher back in his day. Do you think he jumped in a car for the first time and just came first? That's you right. know, <laughs> he right. would have crashed and smashed and done a whole bunch of shit to get to where he achieved any sort of anyone that bro, Joe Rogan's the best example. Look at, Look at the evolution of his podcast. He says it a million times over. He started talking shit with his mates with no intention of being what it is today. And it just grew and grew and grew and grew and grew and grew and, mm-hmm. grew, and grew. And all it was was him just doing what he wanted to do. Yeah. And for us, man, the um, – oh, I just forgot what was going.
1: What? Can, you know what? I'll, I'll, you finish it for I'll, me, yeah. I'll tell you what. And It's great that you brought him up as an example because if anyone ever is deterred in life to not do something because – for example, let's use podcasting because you don't have the best equipment. You don't have oh. the best cameras. Shit now, this, is excuse. Don't give me that. Shit excuse because you want to know why? You want a good excuse and the good thing about having that little time capsule of Rogan, go to his episode one. Oh. What was he doing? They were doing oh it on God. a webcam. It was like live, a live, uh, live questions. And they had snowflakes yeah. as their filter <laughs> coming through, right? So if anyone wants to think, oh, look at Rogan, he's got all the best. He didn't start off like that.
0: Bro, i right? tell you, man, it's so true.
1: Right? There's no excuses to anything. What did you start off with? You told me before.
0: Maddie. me and the first podcast I did was in my mate's room, just mics, a lot of weed. I didn't have any visual, man. Hey, all the stuff with Rodney. We did some of the biggest, we did Kyle Sanderlands, Taito Ivasa. Vasa. It was all sketchy on a fucking, all, all, on Audacity, man. I had no idea. I was the sound dude, yeah? <laughs> I was the sound guy. <laughs> I, I just knew, I just worked out how to do it, you know? But that's the other thing, Matt. That's right. I had a love for this stuff. I had a, I had a genuine desire to do. I can see it, man. Right? I, I genuinely did.
1: And was you're like, good at it too. Oh, thanks, bro. You too, man.
0: <laughs> but it's like, all right, how am I going to learn this? That's right. I'm not going to go. Hey, I need help. Oh, hey, sir, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, it's cool. Oh. You know, <laughs> old, yeah. come on, someone help me. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all right. How do you record a podcast? Well, just Google it. What can you? Do? What's a free podcasting system to use? Okay, Audacity. Nice. Then I worked out. Well, you can only record, record on one track. So everyone's recording on the same thing, so you can't. Like, if you say something and I want to take it out, I can't. In this one, we can. Like, if you say, I love big dicks, <laughs> I can take it out and I will hear it. Like, someone's definitely taken, <laughs>
1: to, <laughs> everyone's, taking that clip out now. <laughs> Betty, I love dicks. Shouldn't have said that, eh? <laughs> no,
0: but each, each mic is on a separate track. So, like you can manipulate both tracks the way you want now. Yeah. But you don't learn that until you go through the hard yards. Bro, I did an episode with Bilal Akawi, right? Bilal Akawi at the time was one of the biggest up-and-coming boxers. He trained on Canelo's team. I was gobsmacked, right? I get to the place where we're recording. He was already there. Rodney wasn't there yet. I'm there. I'm, I had, I'd hadn't. i gotten out of the car with my equipment. I get upstairs. I set everything up. I, do, don't, I don't do a sound check. And I just start recording. Oh. And I fuck something up. And the recording fucked up.
1: Oh.
0: It was like... It was, on, it was one button on here. One little button. And I just... But that... You know when I say I fucked it up, it couldn't you couldn't extract anything out of it?
1: Oh no! And it was
0: such a great episode because he's such a nice guy. Balala yeah. Kawi is a legend. Yeah, good boxer, young kid, yeah. full of fucking energy, man. And I butchered it. I went till the cows came home, googling Fiverr all over the world trying to send people the clips so they can fix it. I couldn't. It was it was irreparable. Could not fix it. So I had to learn, man. The hardest. That was a really hard lesson to learn. Um, I did another one with my mate Christian and we had a blinder. The fucking phone stopped recording halfway. This was back when I was using the
1: phone. I, I watched that and I'll say on the next one you guys. Let's do another talk, one. And yeah. it wasn't the
0: same. It wasn't the same. You can't, re, you can't remake greatness. Yeah. A podcast is greatness. That's it's right. two people or three people sitting in a room together with no script. Mate. Talking for an hour and 35 minutes.
1: bro. And, and, and can I say something? Sorry, I don't mean to buddy no, It's great what you just said because – how many 40-minute or hour conversations did me and you have on the, on mobile, the phone? On the last couple of... Weeks. The and last one was an hour. And, and me and you were saying, we had two phone conversations for anyone listening. We had two phone conversations. One last week was like an hour. The week before was four yeah. years. And me and Benny, we just can't shut up because we don't stop talking. So we're grateful for this. 100%. But we're both saying, listen, let's just get it before the podcast. <laughs> and we just keep going. We like
0: could shut up. Yeah, but that's the, beauty- that's the beautiful thing about this yeah. whole thing, man. This experience. Yeah. I-, I find this as, another, as a way of... Um, I would say, yeah, I wouldn't say treating mental health. But yeah. I'd say it's a really good way of a release. Clarity. You know, you can say how you... I, I've created this environment to say... And I love... This is why I like podcasting. Because you're not... There's no filters. This isn't pre-recorded. This isn't going to be chopped and changed and muted. And, this is, is, is... As you see, it is, is what you get. Unless one of us goes and takes a piss and I'll pause it. <laughs> right? But, bro, literally, the whole thing is raw as it can get. And I love that. I love not being scripted. I love having a free platform to speak and f- however you want. Swear, say whatever you want, I don't give a shit. Be open with yourself and that's how you can improve yourself. Which is how of...
1: communication should be, right? million Unfortunately, percent. Unfortunately,
0: it's not. Well, bro, I went on a hiatus. Um, honestly, man, when I was not able to do this face-to-face, again, it's another excuse. I put my hand up. It's another excuse. It's but why I it's, prefer yeah. this... I don't like Skype. Mm. I don't. Know, I don't know you, but I have not watched a single episode of a Skype. It's like, hard. Rogan did one with Edward Snowden.
1: I saw. I didn't watch
0: it. Yeah, it's hard. I didn't watch it. It's hard. It's not because I, I. just. This is how I like it. Mm. I just like to hear it, raw, yeah. straight, no screens, no nothing. Just talk yeah. to a person. There's a delay there. It's it's hard. It's not the same. As as much as I wanted to get into it, I just couldn't get into mm. it. So it when the when hard. the lockdown hit, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do all these skypes and I'll do this and I'll do that and fucking you know, blah 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 and. Didn't do any of it because I, it's not what I wanted mm. I'd much rather not do it than do it and not enjoy it and, mm. and this is seriously why
1: but that, that's, that's delivering that's delivering quality and that's what you want
0: 100 percent and it's
1: not just oh, putting it out there for the users it's because this is something that you're obviously passionate about and I Definitely. can see that yeah, yeah yeah right I can see that and when you're producing it and you're bringing the content out You want it to be as authentic as possible. This is organic. Like I said, like you said, there's no script. This is just us talking. Just spitballing Yeah, Yeah.
0: That's the beautiful thing about podcasting, man. But, um, bro, on that note, we're on almost an hour and 40. (laughs) I've been holding a piss for a little while. (laughs) But bro, look, um, before we wrap it up, um, a nobody's a nobody's Jim journey life podcast. So okay, oh, that's what it's called. You got the words out of my mouth. It's,
1: um yeah, it's available on uh, YouTube. I'm now on YouTube, so I started doing a couple of visuals. Hopefully, Benny will accept my offer and come on in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> oath, bro! I'm ready there. All right, so don't I'm, even worry. I'm on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. Can't get, everywhere. You can't escape, man. You can...
0: wherever you can get a good podcast where Maddie's on there, and I highly recommend listening to it. It's a it's a good perspective. It's good to hear. You spitballing by yourself. Obviously, there's guests coming on but to hear your way of thinking, to hear and learn about who you are. Because not many people know you the way I do. No one does. Um, and to see what the finishing product is now, with mm. still improving, man, that's phenomenal. Thanks, man. I, there's, no, there's a handful of podcasters that will do it by themselves, yeah, and not all of them can get it right, man. I wanted,
1: um, I wanted to do just I'll wrap before we wrap it up. I, I just wanted to take the time, like I said, between the first nine episodes, just to introduce myself, yeah. get everyone to understand my mindset just why i wanted to do it and exactly where i started nice. and why everyone else has no excuse to not be able to start it that's and, it, man. Um, no excuses and nobody's podcast on instagram as well so please check check me my out. Follow,
0: I'll, I'll plug the shit out of you bro and um, be, hey uh, man
1: one other thing benny thanks for bringing me on man this is a beautiful you. studio thank you i'm glad you brought it back man like like thanks, i said you inspired me bro thanks likewise bro appreciate it